you are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Simon Kamar and your host, Matt Floyd. That was slick. That was very slick. Very, very slick. Hard to fight that one, pal. No, that was tough. Yeah, tough. Tough to fight that one. Gentlemen, how are you? Terrific. Thank you very much. Loving every minute of it. Kamari, you have a better week? Oh, I had a great week, Floyd. Thanks for asking. Excellent. Simon? Terrific week. Even keel as usual. You got it. (laughs) Excellent. Steady Eddie. Wonderful. Chico's not here, but we do have a new member of the, uh, the podcast. Uh, yeah. Mascot, mascot, yeah, Chico the mascot. So I had a good week, uh, good good Rogan week too, light week, two MMAs and two non MMAs. A very diverse eclectic mix though. I like that. I agree. Uh, we are we we normally oh first of all welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. Get a little bit ahead of myself there. Uh, I am your host uh, Matt Floyd, as well as my other two hosts. To my right, I have Kamaru Bar. What's up, everybody? There we go. And Pondy left. This is how we're doing it again. Simon. Hi. Yeah, there you go. Well, listen, man. It's There's no set way of doing this. Simon so. Shaft. There, <laughs> SS, the SS Simon Shaft. Excellent. Uh, and we will be discussing, as we always do, this week's episodes of the Joe Rogan Experience. Um, yeah. We don't normally try to do the MMA ones, but these two specific MMA ones... Um, one of them plays into a previous guest that we discussed, and Michael Bisbang is always a good guest. So we're probably going to touch on those, right? It was also a light week. So. I think we should. It was yeah, a light yeah. week. Okay, he great. could have called that Bisbang just a normal podcast. Uh, it was a normal podcast because it was his first yes time Yes and no. They they spoke a lot about fighting. You As would have he to was agree. A fighter. Yeah, but I would assume that's why he labels them MMA, just in case people who aren't. Yeah, I think he said that before in the past. Yeah, so... All right, so we'll start with... Uh, well, let's start off because no one listens past 50 minutes to thank our sponsor, Ward 14, 139 Preston Street, the coolest bar in the universe, and they have a big New Year's bash coming up, but this tickets are selling fast, so reach out to Ward 15 as soon as you can or you will not 14. get it. 14. What'd yeah. I say? 15. Well, that'll be our next sponsor. <laughs> Their Ward, next door. Ward 14, 139 Preston Street beside the fire station, coolest bar in the world and our coolest sponsor. Yeah. Okay. So I guess since you're since uh, you're gonna plug people, we should also thank uh, everyone who listens. If you're still listening, thank you so much. This is our seventh episode. We really appreciate thank you, it. Australia, for surpassing Great Britain. That's good on you. <laughs> and uh, if anyone knows anyone in Morocco, tell them about the podcast. I want some of my brethren to start listening. All right. Anyway, let's start it up. Uh, it was M- which MMA number was it? It was fifty-one. MMA number fifty-one. Uh, Devante. Deontay. Deontay Wilder. Devontae. Oh, it's because Kamar texted Devontae yeah. earlier, and then I thought I was wrong. I think his phone must have auto-corrected to Devontae. No, no, no. no he, I went, he out, of went out of his way. Sure. His name's not Devontae? Yeah. No, it's Deontay. Well, he should change it. Yeah, close enough. Uh, so Deontay Wilder, the bronze bomber, uh, who just fought Tyson Fury, who was on a couple weeks uh, ago, uh, obviously plugging the fight. Just before we jump into that, um, I had discussed a book last time. Robopocalypse. It's Daniel H. Wilson. Just in case anybody was interested and wanted to go find that book, that's the author. But you had the name of the book. Well, but now I'm giving them the author. But you don't have to, to do, do that. Everyone has diligence. Google. If you're listening to this, you have a computer. No, I, I think you? that's respects to the way to go, Simon. Thank you. Follow up on that. Yeah, all, right. all right. Well, I think all you right. can both go fuck yourself. Deontay, let's do this. Okay. Deontay, Deontay Wilder, MMA number 51, it was, you said? Yeah. 50, 50, 51. Yeah. 51. Excellent. Was he ever fucking well spoken, eh? That's the most racist thing I think I've ever heard you say. Was he Hold on, you said, wait, he said that with a straight face, though. I'm, was he ever well-spoken in which, 
Like he was. I just found he was a really well-spoken guy. Articulate. For a dude who gets punched in the face as a living. I he just, doesn't really get punched though. He just knocks on. people out. Were you? Were we listening to the same podcast? He fucked up hundreds of words. <laughs> we have an awkward moment right now. Yeah, no, Am I, I wrong? Two universes. I mean, whether he fucked up the words or not. I just, he, you know. I, I understand what you're saying. He was, he was a nice was, guy uh, who came across really down to earth and like a super, I agree with you. I just, I can't sit here. I, I wasn't uh, talking about his grammar. Well, thank God he has that accent. I, I think the internet agrees with you too because I was just looking at comments about the podcast and uh, Ash48Chivs wrote, now a Wilder fan, mass respect, but this guy could write his own dictionary, LOL. <laughs> yeah, he could for sure. <laughs> is like, it, this is a new thing we're doing? Yeah, whatever. Like, come on, roll. I like it. It was fun. It's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. Giving someone, some random asshole their props. Uh, I Listen, I thought he was... He came off great, of course. Yeah, I think he, for a guy who comes out dressed as a fucking scary ass raven, he came off as a real nice guy. Oh yeah, yeah he I looks mean, like a motherfucker. Yeah, he's six foot seven. Like he looks, he you know, when he was talking about how he, uh, how like he used to be street savvy and get angry, I was like, who would fuck with this guy? Like, but I guess there's a part of that where when you're that big, everyone wants to fuck with you just to prove something, maybe. Especially in the streets. You'll I, never have that problem. No, I'm never going to have that problem. I imagine that as a kid, him fighting dudes and just that one punch just knocking people out, you know? like Yeah. Gives you I, a lot of confidence. I, well, the way he talks about it, it's like this weapon that he has to deal with, you know? Well, kind of like is. Thor's it's, hammer. No, no. It's like those old Steven Seagal movies where like he would go to jail because he killed someone with his bare hands. And it's like, those are registered weapons, sir. You know that. It's kind of the same shit. Didn't he actually register his hands as lethal weapons? <laughs> Maybe. Steven Seagal, I think he oh, did. Oh, Steven Seagal, yeah. probably. I thought, oh, you, no, meant not, De- I thought not, you meant Deontay not, Wilder. Not Deontay. I was like, I don't not think he's that um, He, uh, I mean, he hits hard. Yeah, that's no joke. But you would also expect someone who's 6'7 <laughs> and built like that to hit like a brick shit. House. Yeah, he hits a different kind of hard, though. I think, I I think it's interesting to say built like that, though, because like he said in uh, the show, he's like 210 pounds. I'm 200 pounds. Yeah. Like he's a really skinny dude. No, he's like, just listening. He's a specimen for it, sure. It's and it's all muscle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. And he's fighting a guy that weighs him by 50 pounds. Like, so. That's really impressive. And he wants to get bigger. And I think uh, the other thing I'm most impressive is most fighters, I would assume when he was talking to Joe, Joe was given Tyson Fury props. And I, I, I have a, I think I have a bias in my head that most fighters are like, Fuck him. I'm here. Why are we yeah, talking yeah, about this guy? Talking, but yeah. he was totally paying respect and being like, yeah, I, I can't believe he got up. Even though he put out the clip showing that he thinks the count was too long. He, he just wasn't, he wasn't ignorant to being open to the, the questions that Joe was asking when he was giving uh, Tyson Fury um, props. So uh, that's where I got really respectful. Well, of him. whether or not the count was long, they went through a war, you know? So I think there's just a massive amount of respect for, through those two guys, yeah, and, and and it made me respect fighting that these both these guys respect each other like the way they do. Like it's it's kind of cool. I thought he'd be like, <laughs> Joe, um, come in here talk about Dante Wilder. Why we talk about Tyson Fury? But he wasn't. He was open minded and thoughtful. And what I found crazy was, uh, I said it on this podcast when he knocked Tyson Fury out. In my opinion, in the twelfth round, sure. I said it felt like that was the only time I ever believed in God. I felt it even more the second time in my life that I felt like I believe in God was when was when Deontay Wilder was like, for some reason I just couldn't hit him with that right, like I just 
my right. I went to my corner and I was like, I just couldn't connect with it. There was another part of me that was like, maybe God is on Tyson Fury's side. Some like, force was stopping. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, him. like yeah, like he was stopping this massive freight train of a right or left hook from connecting. And like, I thought part of it was he spoke that he had a um, injury. Maybe it was. I think no, no. I think he was talking about he had a, an injury before his like in other fights. I don't remember. The craziest though is that he fought for a year and a half and then won a bronze in the Olympics. That is fucking nuts. Oh, yeah. like he's a prodigy. Well, obviously, physically he's a specimen. Yes, physically he's a specimen. Just to figure but, out the art but of to, boxing Yeah, like boxing well. is not, as far as I'm concerned, or anyone, I think, like Joe said, I don't think anyone could figure it out that quickly. To go and win an Olympic bronze medal, that's that's shocking. He did say he was injured in that fight, though, I think. Yeah, I think Mara, that's I think part of the part I think of the you're right correct. Here. Either way. We really should listen better. I don't believe in God. So he, he had a broken rib, matter. maybe? But just the forces that be gave Tyson Fury a little extra edge that he could hit him with him. And, and, I mean, this interview coupled with the Tyson Fury interview, both guys are really good guys. Yeah. The rematch is going to be fucking huge. I would assume so. I would hope so. I mean, this is the thing, Kamar. To be honest, with MMA, like we we all sat here and watched boxing there was four people here and two of them were pretty much asleep. No one's ever fallen asleep during an MMA night here, whether we have four people or 10 people. It's so intense. Yeah. That's my point is like the boxing, like me personally, I don't think I would spend even on the rematch, which I want to watch. I think, sorry, FBI. I think I might steal it online as opposed to fucking. It's twice the amount of rounds, right? So right away you're well, time wise, it's not really like time wise, a a championship fight. If it goes, the distance is 25 minutes. Mm -hmm. If the FBI can't find collusion, they can't find you, buddy. I think think you're safe. But, um, did you guys watch the, uh, McGregor Mayweather boxing match? I watched it, yeah. But that was different because it was just... Uh, well, that was a, that was a spectacle. spectacle. You yeah, didn't yeah. pay for that, though, did you? Yeah, I think I paid for it. I watched it. I watched that Conor McGregor Notorious uh, documentary oh, on, on Netflix. On Netflix. That was interesting. Yeah, you haven't had enough of him yet? I love Conor McGregor. Yeah, me He's too. fucking hilarious. And this really kind of shows you how funny he He's is. Man. Well, of course, and he produces his own specials, like Chris Brown's special. Yeah. Somehow painted him in a good light. <laughs> I, I mean, don't get me wrong, boys. I like um, he Conor just McGregor compared just much the next Conor guy. to Chris Brown. No, I know. Not I, this, I don't think not that's a, a fair comparison. comparison. I agree that's not a fair comparison, but I'm just saying if you produce a, if you produce a documentary, you, you, you can't look at it as like, wow, this is somebody just... Put a camera on this guy. No, right. As, I, realize, as, make, I realize that. It's going to make him look in his best light. As opposed to the staircase where he obviously killed his wife. Yeah. Uh, but Kamar, back to Conor McGregor. <laughs> yeah, just, Simon wants to leapfrog on to fucking the Segway King Well, it's the fucking like, jinx for first of all. So Jesus. no one knows what you're talking about. Soy world. Um, Conor McGregor, though, is hands down the best shit talker to ever walk the earth. And then back it up with his fighting. But it just might be the Irish. That's, that's what I'm thinking. Who no, no. Who the fuck is he? Oh, who the fuck is... Who the fuck is that guy? Is one of the funniest, quickest... What was the other one he said about Nick Diaz? He makes a... This guy teaches kids fucking jujitsu on the weekend. He makes gun signs with the right hand when he makes balloon animals with the left. <laughs> that's one of the fucking funniest things ever. And that's it, great. And, and as long as that's uh, improvised, it's amazing. Mm. But if you base it on the right that, then... Either way, his delivery is bang on. Even if he did pay someone, the ultimate warrior would be proud. Is fucking bananas. So, but back to Deontay. So just back to yeah, Deontay. So forty and zero with thirty nine knockouts. That is some crazy fucking ass stats. Big dick energy. Well, that speaks volumes of Tyson Fury as well. 
because yeah. Tyson stand in there and for the test. Not not to mention he ar- he he got. You could argue that he got knocked out by the guy and stood up within ten seconds. No, it's unbelievable. Like, like from lights out to oh, I'm back in this fight. Well, Deontay contends that he never threw his full punch, and we'll see in the second fight. <laughs> I don't think he's going to get to throw that full punch. The way Tyson Fury moves for a guy his size, like he was too jiggy in there. Like he just moves or, like or methy. Or sure, yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, I, what I'll say is if De- De- Deontay Wilder or Tyson Fury wanted to fight me, I'd call 911, smash a bottle over my head, and just call it a night. Yeah, I I mean, again, I'm fucking five foot. Two of the toughest ten, guys so. I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, well, they're insane. My prediction of that second fight is that Deontay kills him. Disagree. Yeah, well, we'll see hey, that time knockout, stamp it. knockout when I don't it happens. Know. I, I, I have no idea, but I know before he went on Rogan, I was like definitely like, I like Fieri. I heard him. You, you know what I mean? Just I knew a bit more about him from the Rogan he was interview. A, yeah, I agree. I just knew a bit more he about him. He was 100% him. different than I thought he so was. So he was be. my guy. Yeah, well, he's got like a daughter. And then once, a bifida, once I heard Devon, De- Deontay. <laughs> Devontae? Devontae Wilder. Said it's a it's a it's a toss up. I'm glad it was a draw, and may the best man win. Because I mean, that's what they're personifying, and I, the world needs more of what these guys have, whatever they're made of. Yeah, sorry. I still, I, I still contest that it was not a draw. But the more I think about it, I'm fine with the draw. Like on paper, as far as round for round, from my uneducated boxing opinion, watching that fight, Tyson Fury won more rounds by more points than Deontay Wilder. But due to the knockdowns, it's tough to... When I heard the pundits argue it, I could definitely agree with what they were saying about a draw. Some of them... Dude, Teddy Atlas. He didn't like that? Oh, my God. He was livid. I'm tired of watching guys get robbed out here. He was fucking livid. He thought Tyson Fury he got robbed? He thought Tyson Fury got robbed absolutely I, across and the board. I can't Simon's, see it. I can't Teddy see Atlas it that is Simon's... Uh, father he never had yeah oh yeah Yeah, he's a big big teddy atlas if you're gonna say it that way then i think you got to check the count what do you mean check the count well i just you know if you're gonna start nitpicking things atlas has to look critically at the count you're saying the count to to, to make that call yeah yeah well like you said i'm okay okay with it being a draw because maybe that count was a little long no you can't but you can't do that because it's just like in the ufc where if the referee stops it early by chance that's just you as a fighter have to eat that if the ref happens to take one extra long second to let a fighter up i mean listen the universe worked this one out and i'm okay with it and he's a gypsy related to tyson fury no, that, I also be problem, I also right? think the ref. It, there's a part of me too, like the ref is human. I think the ref was standing there. You're counting to ten while you're also trying to gauge whether this guy has his wits about him. You know what I mean? Like it's, I can't chew gum and walk down the street, so I can't imagine trying to. I don't know. I give the ref but the I don't think credit. anyone would be surprised if the ref just called a fight. Yeah, well, I, I, I was mean, expecting him to just wave his arms over his flat head. Out. I for sure thought that was what was going to happen. I mean, yeah. I'm sure the commentary, it's all on about We were all yelling. All of us everyone. stood up and we were like, oh my God, he knocked him out in the 12th round. Holy fuck. I like, I had said two seconds before to Simon, I looked at Simon and said, the only way Deontay Wilder wins this fight is by knocking Tyson Fury. And then by the time out came out of my mouth, he was on the, he was on the canvas. And I would say that that's an interesting factor for Deontay too <laughs> is like, uh, because you know how everyone said, not only did he, he get knocked out, he got up, but he sort of won the last round. But Deontay's like in his head, like, what the fuck do I have to do? Well, like, I, I, that, and that was the other thing, Simon, is once he gets up to me, he 
he has to win the fight at that point because that too it's he like he, he, he literally defeated him as a fighter like this guy's knocked out 39 of 40 people i just stood up like lazarus not only that he he f- probably won the rest of that round tyson fury I, I don't know. I thought it was an insane fight. I, I just think I just think that I still Deontay, think boxing is shit. I don't know anything about boxing, so it's really hard for me to argue. But like one I way said, no, another, no. But there's no arguing. Know? This is this is how boxing works. If you win more round, it's points. It's a ten point system. If you win a round, you get ten points. You get ten. Well, or but nine. obviously, that's no, no. Not In the way boxing, they can do like the ten eight, ten seven thing. They gave two rounds to Deontay Wilder, ten eight. But the rest of the rounds, but that's the thing. They showed the judges' scorecards. There was a few rounds where, and again, I watched the fight. There was a few rounds they gave to Deontay Wilder where he had no business taking the rounds. No business. So which would have made a win for Tyson Fury? More likely than not, yes. Uh, He's just a really classy dude, and I respect them both, and the fight's going to be amazing. And it just If one of them was a shitty person, I could pick a side, but I can't pick a side. No, but I like fights like that where you just want to see a good fight and you don't really care who wins. But you know, so both the guys are good guys, so it, it just adds some um, yeah, well, quality to it. Even Dante Wilder saying he wanted to fight some guy that didn't necessarily deserve to fight him, but just because he had like a daughter and you know felt like he wanted to give him the chance. And he's going to get some bucks to get knocked the fuck out. <laughs> Listen, man, if that's how you got to get paid, that's how you got to get paid. Like uh, he was talking know, about job. Tyson Fury is up. No, 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 no. no. He was talking dude, about some yeah. other fighter. He was like, I wanted to give him a chance. I wanted to bless him with that chance. Just and again, it's fighting, Kamar. Like you never know. The guy could just catch him with that one shot. It's probably not going to happen. When but you're yeah, there's the risk. You put yourself out there, and he's putting himself yeah. out there every time, and he's not uh, getting hurt. But no, I I think he came off super articulate, despite making up words, and. Um, <laughs> Just a cool guy. Listen, he's not the first guy on Rogan to be making up words. He didn't sound like an asshole. I think champion. I just think he was like an uneducated kid from the south. I don't hold it against him. I'm not sitting there like the guy's a millionaire. He's made it for himself. He it's and his fine. family. I just like I, I after like I think at the one hour mark I was like fuck why haven't I been writing down all these words he fucked up because it was a lot. Because he could hit you from where he's sitting. Well, right that was now. the other thing, too. I was like, am I going to go on this podcast and talk shit about a six foot seven black guy that nope. can easily. Kill I don't me? think it was necessary. No, I don't think it was necessary. Not. But I for sure think um, it'd be interesting to anyone, even if you don't like boxing, just to uh, hear about it. Yeah, this one wasn't like again. I don't think this the one should. Have, this one should well. not have been called an well, MMA at all. But it's only because it just came off the heels of this fight. I understand. Like, say it's just uh, out yeah, of the blue. It'd it's be just a label at it'd the end of the day. Like if you like Joe Rogan podcasts, I would listen to this one. Oh, and that reminds me, what did we give the week, Jamie Wise? I'm terrible. I got to start using this fucking whiteboard. You say that every episode too. Yeah, you got to get a bigger whiteboard. I just got to use the fucking. You got to get a bigger boat. Simon. What do you give the week, Jamie Wise? Out of, out of five Jamies, what do you rate this week? Um, including all the MMAs. I would give this week a three. Okay. I think I, I think I give it a four because it just had nice balance. The two fighters and the two intellectuals. <laughs> and yeah, we'll, I mean, we'll get to all the guests, obviously, but um, I'm if, leaning, you, if you, you want me to explain my reason. No, no, I, I don't. I sorry. would go. I would sorry, lean, sorry, I'm sorry, leaning, Simon. I didn't mean to uh-huh. <laughs> trounce your no. rating and give mine a bunch of support. <laughs> a I'm, four. I'm leaning towards a four. Uh, definitely I'd say a three and a half. It can't be a three. It was a good week. The two other guests were great. Fighters were great. Anyway, um, are we done with Deontay? <coughs> done. Kamar, any other takeaways? Yeah, I mean, we don't normally do these fight podcasts, so I mean, we're not going to get into when they talk about boxing and stuff, but he's a cool guy, and I'd watch it again. Yeah, I would I would definitely listen yeah. to this podcast. He was a cool guy. There were, there were some good laughs, too. He was actually a 
pretty funny guy as well sometimes. I like Devante. I like Deontay. <laughs> I like Chandre. Um, all right, let's move on. So MMA 52. Debrickisha. <laughs> Debrickisha. I like that. Michael Bisbee. Was it MMA 52? That I just correct. Okay. It was under MMA The last one was 51. Yeah. Well, I forgot, and the whiteboard is clearly in use. So MMA 52, Michel Bisbink. He's fucking his eye, man. He's had some serious eye trouble. Yeah, that didn't sound good. No. What do you guys think your opinion of him was before you saw this podcast? Uh, exactly, exactly the same. You knew who he was. I knew who he was. You, yeah. you knew he did a podcast. I did. Yeah. You've listened to him on multiple podcasts. I find him very funny. <laughs> you were looking forward to it, and because you know, it's good. I've heard him on nothing else other than like as a commentator for the UFC, and maybe like back in the day on Tough. But I, I before was, the podcast, what do you think you thought of him? Oh, I thought I didn't. I didn't think poorly of him. I was. I got what I expected, to be honest. Tbh. But I mean, he's absolutely right. He's always been the heel. He's always been the bad guy. Well, when you don't know anything and you're just watching fighting on him on the Ultimate Fighter or him on the That's screen, what you're I like, mean. oh, this guy. The like, storylines, everything. It was always made to paint Michael him. Bisping the paint bad guy. him as, as that. And then when he fights GSP, you know, they're both good guys. When he makes but fun of GSP, he's the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. Right, but, he's the heel in wrestling. I, he's yeah, okay but, with it. But this keep is in, in mind, like when you fight someone like GSP, you have to be the heel. He's the pretty boy, the poster boy. Just, like, sure, show me a fight where he yeah, was the sure. hero and not the heel. But okay, I will also say he also the last time he fought was Luke Rockhold. Oh yeah, well they're both heels. So. <laughs> no, but Luke Rockhold's another pretty boy. You know what I mean? He's a Gucci model. That's um. Th- I mean that's uh, uh. Sorry, brings me to another point. Is it's amazing when fights turn out like movies you know like they go exactly the way they're supposed to two guys duking it out isn't that how that rockhold fight ended no michael bisping wins in the end right that's what i mean it was against all odds it was like you know that classic rocky moment it's kind of like when uh, tyson fury gets up in that fight it's just you know you couldn't write that out better well yet it's real life what i really enjoyed was michael bisping saying how he didn't even think he was going to get the title shot and then he uh Right place, right time. Yeah, and then Ariel Hawani was just like, hey, uh, they just announced on SportsCenter that you're fighting for the title. And he was like, what the fuck, man? I thought that was hilarious. And that's, again, he was on short notice and he was super <laughs> overweight for the fight. And he still came in there and kicked the shit out of Luke Rockhold. Well, didn't he say he was like out drinking when he heard he was fighting? Yeah. or And he was also, like he said he was also like 215 pounds. So he had to lose 30 pounds in a very short period of time. But he beat the fuck out of Luke Rockhold. Yeah, I never saw the fight, but uh, all I could think of listening to Michael Bisbing is like, I wish one day Michael Bisbing would say that I'm a good guy. That's your dream? Uh, like, like remember when... I like your low Christina, bars, Kamara. Christina Pazinski was on. I was like, I wish... I, I yeah, would like yeah. her to like me. I ho- I so like you just him. want good people to like you and well, think good of you. Maybe he's not good, but after that interview, you sound like a good guy, and yeah, I'd like to like him. Kamara, I think you're a good guy. I oh, like you. Oh, there it is. I, who needs Bisbing? <laughs> um... I forgot. He was on season one. Was that true? <laughs> season three. What was season it? Season three. Season three. That's it, yeah. But Diego Sanchez was on season one. That's crazy to think about. Yeah, but he's South American. He's Mexican. Those Mexicans have they have staying power. Is he Mexican or is he from Brazil? He's Mexican. Sanchez. 
I'll say one thing. Um, if you are a vegan, I would not listen to this episode. Holy fuck. Because they went yeah, deep no into shit. the slaughtering of animals. That sounds like a horrible job. And yeah. when listening to it, I was like, I was about, okay, that's enough, Mike. That's enough detail. But he was like committed and supporting that he did it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was there. Well, I mean, he was like, it's a job. Someone does it. You are aware that someone. someone yeah, does it. he wanted us to know all about that eight foot pithing bar there was no uh, oh yeah, got, oh, yeah. Got de- well, no no was joe fun. was making sure are you sure they shove it all the way down the spine <laughs> yeah yeah no it was it, yeah it, it, do you measure it no, no. It, 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 there was a very unsettling part where they talk about killing animals well, i mean the that's how they, people the, become vegetarians the they just they, watch uh, those documentaries about how they fucking yeah that's true or you just kill go to a cows. well line. you've probably seen enough already but if you got sorry matt too. the thing is no, I was going to say uh, the thing he used to kill the cows was the thing from No Country for Old Men. Yeah, the pithing that, bar. No, no, I'm talking about the thing. No, no, that's a little bolt that they shoot in their head to kill gotcha. them. The pithing bar is the disgusting thing yeah, they shove the, up there. That yeah. eight foot long. And we've just supported the... Uh, we eat meat. Every, every meat. Single no, no, no. I, I'm not saying it's wrong to talk about. I'm just saying they go deep. And when you're listening, like, okay. I certainly didn't think we would have Michael Bisbing talking about hunting for so long, though. Was he talking about hunting? Yeah, there was a lot of hunting talk. Uh, it's more him bit. asking questions of Joe about hunting, because and him just supporting Joe's views, definitely. Mm-mm. No, he's no, no. They he had was different like, views. No, Michael Bisping said he was like, a, a, he's not against, he's super against shooting a majestic animal, a majestic beast, is what he said. Uh, and then he also said he was like, I just don't feel the need to shoot an animal from a distance. Which again begs to begs the question, like, so Michael Bisbing, would you be cool going out and wrestling a fucking deer to the death? But I I feel like he Which said probably do. if you're feeding your family, like then fair play. Like, yeah, yeah. So Listen, if, I'm not against. I, I think he's I definitely against it for sport. But um, because he got into that cease of the lion shit and all that. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. I like when he says he whispers to Vitor Belfort. Uh, what does he say? There is no Jesus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. Again, though, classic shit talker. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was the bad guy. He was the Connor before Connor. I'm the bad guy. But he's a nice guy. And he is smart, despite when I think all British people are dumb. He, uh, he Wait proved a me wrong. Whoa, 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 whoa. We have you like five episodes ago saying Goodbye, British people. British no, no. Fans. We had you five episodes ago saying every British person sounds super smart. Now you say they sound smart, but they're not smart. Just like people from the south sound stupid, but they could be smart. Oh, sh- sorry. Wow, we are just fucking alienating uh, anyone that might listen. The company that he either works for or started that um, sports betting company—they give away a billion dollar prizes. That is fucking crazy. That's because they know that you can't. You can't do it. It's a statistical anomaly. For well, that's you to what hit. he said. He said we found yeah, the we guys who could make the yeah. algorithm to make sure that nobody would ever. No, but I mean they're they're giving that's it the same, away. No, but Warren Buffett has offered the same thing. He offered a billion dollars to anyone with a perfect NCAA bracket. He's offered that for like the last ten years. But I mean because that, he knows you can't hit the perfect NCAA bracket. And but if that's you bet not all. Dollars on it, you'd ruin the sorry, planet. that's not all it was for, was it? It's a billion dollars only for the No, no, no. A billion dollars is you, you pick five stats and yeah. you have to hit them bang on. Yeah. That I mean, I know nothing about anything, but that doesn't seem that hard. It's imp- I'm I just told you it's impossible. Hmm. Do it. Oh, we got a challenge. No, like Simon P- pick I mean, I mean, obviously it's impossible or a lot of people would be winning a billion dollars. That's what I'm saying. Like pick any sport. <laughs> 
pick any sport and then say, okay, so I have to pick, just pick any five random stats. Well, but I know no, even, even to that's win those. 30, 30, 64 teams, isn't it, the, the bracket? Um, well, it's a round of 16, right? So 32. No, no, that it starts as 32. Is it 32? Okay, then you have 16, then the grade eight, then the final four. Yeah, so 64, yeah. So that's a lot of anomalies, man. That's what I'm saying. I don't think even this one is five. We're talking about, but come on, we're talking about five. So imagine, like, imagine if I asked you, okay, we're going to watch a basketball game. You have to pick the final score for both teams, bang on. And then you have to pick three more. So how many assists number seven is going to have? How many rebounds number eight's going to have? And then the total number of turnovers for one team like not happening there's only one thing that could do that artificial intelligence nope yes no because even like artificial intelligence that's what i think that's the idea is that well, we okay, disagree. here we go yeah we do artificial intelligence could do the perfect bracket artificial intelligence you're basically saying ai could predict the future i picked the football pools once say eh, kamar what does all, that mean? But but like all five thousand people won as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one we, though. We all shared a hundred, a hundred and ten dollars or something. And you were bummed. I think. I think I remember. I was so happened. bummed. I had phoned my dad the night before because I knew um, the push was there or whatever. I knew I had won the night before, right? Yeah. So the worst, did you, did you buy like, a box so, though or something? No, I I just, you just I got them you understand all. what I'm saying wow. though? I got them all. You can it's out of fifteen you box. You go to twelve or, or I get it. Box but but I didn't 11. I didn't box any. You should get one wrong. Hold it's on, all over. You can also have one of those weeks where there's not where there's a lot of buys. So and then you could box four. So you could technically like yeah, have to pick nine games or something. But but still, one goes wrong and you win nothing. Anyway, correct. No, Anyways, not necessarily. If I phone, every single other person gets one wrong. I'm sorry, Simon. We're so good. Go ahead. You phone your dad. We'll get to yours. We'll get no. We'll get to you. Just establishing for people listening, the odds you're on against. I, it's I've never it's, done it in my it's life. It's amazing. Oh, Not even wait. the small number. Hold on, half of our listeners are American. We we should explain. There's no sports book in Ontario, so to speak of. So what we have at home is the government runs uh, something called Proline, and in Proline you can bet. It's called Pro Pools. You pick the winner of all the games on a Sunday, and if you get them all right, you either split it with everyone else that got them all right, or if you're the only person, you take it all. Yeah, there are certain weeks where you can take home 500,000. Well, the biggest yeah. one ever was the week that there was the, the referee strike, and there was that crazy Seattle Green Bay game at night where there was the catch in the end zone that was like questionably both teams. That was the biggest one ever. The guy won $587,000. That's how big the person can get. You That's can how big win $500,000, or you can win... Or like Simon, like Simon, you can yeah, you can split it. So you go to bed thinking on the outside, you know, I'm probably gonna win like sixty-seven thousand. It might be a big, it might be. What I was gonna say is, I phoned up my dad and I said, "Listen, don't get excited, but I'm gonna be rich." (laughs) I legitimately. I swear to you, I legitimately thought I was going to bed. But hold on, was, was it going not to wake up? Did you not figure with it was like two hundred thousand dollars? I woke 200? up. Two hundred. That's what I thought yeah, when yeah. I when I woke up in the morning. My wife woke me up and she said, "You want a hundred and ten dollars?" And I got so angry at her. I said, "You don't know what the fuck you're talking about." Oh, those. And then I got on and I looked and it was one hundred and ten dollars and I just <sighs> went off. Oh, and you've been recovering from that ever since. I've never played again. <laughs> you've never. I wouldn't. I know someone that quit their job. Same story. They didn't call their dad. They, <laughs> they called work. Like, Fuck this. I'm they not thought they were winning. Yeah. They were like, I'm, I'm like a fucking, I got like a hundred grand coming to me tomorrow. 
Yeah. And same thing. They were like, they won like 250 No, I bucks mean, I've played many times since and I've never, never come close. Well, I mean, I've come close, but it's never happened again. And, yeah. And even weekends we've lost, it's on one $240,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's lightning in a bottle, you know, but I uh, missed it by one. That lady, I've missed it by one plenty of times. That lady um, who won one week, she picked based on the color of the uniforms. So yeah. like, it's really <laughs> up to AI to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. The weeks where the weeks it's, the weeks where someone wins like 500 grand, it's usually where there was like four big upsets. Oh, yeah. There has to be a couple upsets yeah. or there's no way you're not splitting $110. Well, it's because most people box. Most people, the four tough games of the week, they just box those four and then they go with the, the like 10 games. Well, because even up. even on the week I won, so the last game, the Monday nighter, I think was uh, Baltimore-San Fran and I needed San Fran to win. And that's like not a gimme, right? That game can go either way. Not anymore. <laughs> there's nothing worse. Hold on. There's no, this nothing is worse ago. than having a perfect ticket going into Monday. That's a sleepless night. I went well, out. Well, you call your dad and tell I, him to fucking I sell went everything. Out. I went out. I bought a San Fran jersey. I sat down. I watched that game. We won. And you won $134. The jersey cost more. I was just going to say. The yeah, jersey the cost was it wasn't a bucks. It wasn't a jersey. It was like a... A sweatshirt. Yeah, okay, there we go. Honest moment. Still just amazing. Either way, I'm a Giants fan, and I was wearing a San Fran jersey. Yeah, that's gross. You're a yeah. fucking traitor. Traitor. Um, that's, that's hard. But yeah, Anyways. That's, so the point is, Michael Bisbang, they made that thing because they know no one's right. ever going to hit back, it. Back to Bisbang. And yeah, that has nothing you. to do with him. He's just getting paid for promoting it. So of he's course. laughing. No, I think he started it, too. I think it's I think his was, business. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so he's, he's rich. Yeah. It's like he's on it. Yeah, yeah. I think the billion dollar thing is just to entice people in as well. We really lost it there. So, so sorry. It was uh, it was Bisbang. He said he fought uh, GSP with broken ribs. Mm-hmm. I think and maybe he, maybe we're getting confused. He does mm-hmm. a perfect GSP, by the way. He does a good GSP. Unbelievable. Yeah. What they've been drinking? Well, they, alcohol. They train together. Is that what he was saying? I don't think so. At some point, I don't think so. Hmm. He's still in the ring with the toughest guys. Been there. Talks about it, you know, with uh, joy. I can't believe he still fights with that fucking eye. He does not he doesn't fight, fight anymore. anymore. He's retired. Yeah, but he fought. Okay, my point oh, is. Oh, well, the story yeah, about the him on the plane. His eye like, was still fucked when he was fighting. Well, his reasoning is crazy, too. He's like, well, it already happened once in a million that uh, that would happen to me. So what's the chance it's going to happen to the other eye? Well, yeah, but fuck, don't take the chance yeah, of being blind. Be blind. Well, he had glaucoma, too. Like, Jesus. Well, whatever made him push on is what makes him be successful, man. No, all the power to and him. And got him on Rogan, so he's doing right. something right. Well, he's on. He's got a green card. He's I don't on know, Fox. man. He if makes money. if you have one arm, you're probably not feeding alligators. You know what I'm saying? I agree. That's probably a bad idea, but if you like alligators. I disagree. What if you've fed alligators your whole life and it's all you got? You it's know what all I mean? You, it's like, all you can do. Yeah, you just get really fucking cautious. Or feed them with your feet. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. All right. But he lived to tell the tale, and uh, sure, that's the hill you want to die on. Well, he lives. He t- lived to tell the tale, but I mean, when he gets older, his eyes like he's well, and be he blind. he gets hit in the eye, and he thinks he dislocated um, where the pupil dis. Yeah, I, I can't talk about it. It's whatever, so but he thinks it happens to the other eye. He he tells that whole story. Yeah. I don't know why, but it made me really reassured. Listen to how much he knew about that injury. Like how much communication he had the doctor and like, I think at one point Joe was like, it was this is like, no, no, it's this. Like these guys are just, they care about their body so much. 
Yeah, well, they, more also, than we do. Than it's not more than do. we do. No, if we had access to the best doctors in the world. I'd go fucking three times well, a year. So, it, so yeah. So it makes me reassured that exists. If you had some oh, so ailment, people are just ignorant. He wasn't like, if yeah, you, I was fucked up. I don't know. You know, doctors, they're amazing. Like he, he was involved in. That's all I'm saying. I got you. Yeah, if yeah. you had some ailment, you would know about it. If, like you knowing about your surgery that's correct or if you had something wrong with you you know if you had an ingrown toenail you would know all about that ingrown toenail and so you, after undergoing it and stuff you feel like you're an expert about your surgery. well i don't feel i'm an expert but i definitely feel that if we had a conversation you might you know be shamed be shocked by the amount i knew about neck surgery i don't know no, i think you're really smart simon nothing you say would ever surprise me <laughs> But, um, Thanks, Kumar. No, I just, I, I just, I am good at trivia. His detail on what was going on with the shit and communicating his feelings about acting like he was all good, but he's like, "What the fuck?" Like he was just so. I really, I love Bisbing. Yeah, no, I, listen, I agree. And with after you. this, I'm it's fucking over. So this might be just a fucking suck Bisbing's dick review, <laughs> but he deserves it. But his wife wouldn't like it, so it's not going to happen. No, I, like I said, all I wanted to listen to the whole thing is like. I wish if this guy met me, he liked me. That diatribe went off to Kamar blowing Michael Bisming. I don't know if he caught that. To each their own. Kamar's talked about blowing guys or seeing guys (laughs) naked pretty much every podcast. It's like you and animals fucking. And who knows if it's metaphor. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We know what everyone's fetish is so far. Oh, man. All right. um, He's a great guy. We're moving on. Simon's. No, no. I I mean, I got nothing else. And we gave. we, We. we used to give them all the Shane Dorian. Oh, we used to rate them all. Well, Shane Dorian. Yeah. They, they, so the, every Kamar, we, well, no, Shane Dorian. No, no. I mean, these were MMAs, so yeah. I don't know if the, we they follow the normal. Yeah, rules. agreed. We'd have to have a different bar to compare. Um, That's fair. That's fair. I'm not. I'm not in a place. To but maybe we right should now. compare all MMAs to this Michael Bisbing from now on. No, well, we're it, not, it's no, hard no. because we just had two great ones with Deontay and Michael. Like mm-hmm. they just complement each other really well. So, I but don't do you know. see what I'm saying? I think that's why we didn't rate the first two episodes. We gave the week an overall rating and then we'll rate the next two episodes but but if we give the whole i, I don't know yeah it's fine it's fine i would give this one a four <laughs> if we were rating it i'd give it four james four, yeah i'd, yeah. Oh, four I'd james. give it a four james. Side. Yeah. way better than shade dorian <laughs> yeah, way uh, better than on, shade dorian oh my dorian. goodness i the more i think about it he just grew up in hawaii okay, like you know what? that was his skill i'm not gonna argue this again with you all right the guy's a really interesting dude he had lots of good stories about the ocean we're fucking moving on Fair enough. Oh, Kamari, you're my favorite. That was great. All right, moving on. Uh, podcast number 1213. 13. Is this, is this Weil? Dr. Andrew Wheel Weil? Well, this is where gears really change in the yeah. week. This yeah, is where things get serious. So the contact yeah. Um, yeah. sport guys. This guy was uh, super cool, druggy hipper. So he's always, I'm sure he's left wing too, again. You think? I always think I just no, be facetious. This guy, this guy, 100% was a left wing hippie. Is there another joint on that trip? Yeah, you want me to light it? Sure. Oh, sure. I think there's we, also a joint right in front I know. Of you. I was just making sure there was two. Oh, okay. um, I think we may need it for this podcast. By joint for American listeners, we're just talking about our elbows and stuff. No, we're talking, talking about legal, legal marijuana. Yeah, but we we want to go to America. I guess we, it's unfair. Well, we did, you know we did want, we want to, them to smoke. We did want to. You know what I realized? It's actually discriminatory in 2018 because there are a lot of places where marijuana is illegal and people are still locked up. I so feel, we shouldn't be, we shouldn't I feel be really bad for those people. Here. Look at the look Kamar's giving me. No preach, man. Talk about it. Talk about it. Free for madness. Okay, where do you want to start with while? Or wheel? Let's start it. with the fact that things that are bright colors are good for you. 
and that you should eat a wide variety. Foods. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You should Foods, eat the whole yeah. color. Yeah. You should eat the whole Some spectrum things. of color. The, the whole day, color yes. spectrum. Well, Kamara, I hope you're not eating seat cushions and things like that, which are colorful and yet bad for you. Well, that's what you're saying when you say things. I, I, I had a red leather seat for lunch and I had a blue leather seat for dinner. <laughs> food. Food. Colored food. I yeah. actually I was gonna brew a bunch of matcha for this uh, episode. Oh yeah, he's a matcha. That's he started, he yeah. started by hawking his matcha. Fair yeah. enough. That's why he's he, on. He loves the matcha. <laughs> he did hawk a bunch of shit, didn't he? He gave great advice. He was really subliminal his with restaurant. it. Good for him, yeah. His restaurant. Green peppers. I said wrong. Red peppers. All different color vegetables are good for you. So you're supposed to eat across the color spectrum every day. Yeah, it's a neat idea. Yeah. I mean, I could never do it, but pro it's pride. A, it's a cool idea. Pro pride. Pro pride, yeah. A lot of cabbage, a lot of zucchini, lots of eggplant. Lots of dicks. <laughs> okay, so we're in agreement. Good that's, stuff. That's great. Cucumbers. Yeah. I think we had to learn that, but who knows, you know, the way technology goes, two years, they'll come back and say, just eat green stuff. And I don't think you're bad off eating green stuff, but change it up. Just don't eat romaine lettuce right about now. No, no. it's back. It's back. No. I was at the no, no, I know. Romaine is back there. Yeah. I got a Caesar. But Boston lettuce is way better lettuce, so don't even talk Sorry, about lettuce. Did you say Boston lettuce is a better lettuce? No, That's Romaine is said. the best lettuce. I'm just putting that out there. Boston lettuce is a bit better, but anyways. <laughs> Fuck right. off. Boston lettuce is better. What's, I can see that Matt is an iceberg guy. So he's not iceberg. Sort of on our level yeah, of lettuce. genetically grown lettuce. <laughs> Doesn't even grow in the wild. Just like I'm a kale guy. He yeah, doesn't know yeah, if it's lettuce or dried, dried, dried kale. Dried kale, buddy. The, the super vegetable. Yeah. My yeah. shit looks great. Fuck I'm not even on him. Fuck okay. kale. What do you want to talk about with Wild here? Because yeah. he talked about so, a lot of shit. When he's talking about uh, placebo and the fact that our brain is just so powerful that it can convince it itself to cure its ailments. I think, I just think that's amazing. Joe didn't buy it. And I guess, well, no, no, I mean, to he, a degree, he, he didn't buy anything. He, he, he bought that part of it. Um, well, what was the point he made? But I like the idea of your brain being so powerful that maybe someday you could turn that kind of power outwards into artificial intelligence, into like the force. No, you know, like, well, Darren Brown proved what this guy, <laughs> no, no, hear me out. Darren Brown proved what this guy said by putting that guy in the ice bath. You guys didn't see that one. Did you? Oh, you're talking about the... Um, yeah, he hypnotizes the this guy, yeah. puts him in ice-cold water Joe under the premise of... That you could be hit with a... Uh, sorry, Matt. No, 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 well, that was it. He oh. Joe was like, you couldn't you couldn't be burnt and then have your mind not... There well, is a part of me that yeah. thinks there's some truth to that. But what, yeah. No, no, what Joe was saying is if I take a hot coin and stick it on your hand, whether or not you feel the pain, your skin is going to blister. You can't stop the 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 product of that pain. Yeah, and the other guy was saying that it's that's that even the blister is in your head. He was saying that could happen, and and then they started talking about whether you could be hit with a two by four and not be bruised. Be or convinced whatever. it didn't happen yeah. to you. And then things got a little off the rails because Joe just wasn't buying it. Yeah, no, Joe Joe wasn't feeling this guy at all. I like when Joe argues with the scientists, though. But, but, but just back up. One of the things he said that was just interesting is that if you paramedics are trained to like be very positive with the people, because it makes a difference if they come up to him and go, of course. Oh, you're fucked. Yeah, no, of course. <laughs> well, yeah. like if, if, I, if I hope there, no doctor is if doing If you're there that. with your head smashed open, bleeding all over the place, and someone comes up and he goes... Oh my God! You're like, oh, I'm d-. like, it, 
there was tr- truth to that, right? Like you go into the doctor's office and he's just like, yeah, this is terrible. This is not going to be good for you. <laughs> That's why the doctor leaves the room. Goes and tells the nurse, this guy's fucked. Except apparently Kamara's doctor just tells it right to his face. Well, no, but it, it, the, I thought that was very powerful. And I don't think Joe could dispute that, that finding. He could under, understand that. I think there's some total truth to just positive thinking and but yeah, I was thinking if placebos, they should say, okay, we're switching off the placebo and putting on a double dose of the real drug, but give them the placebo again. It's just an extra sugar pill. <laughs> just, just, squat, the, just double down the on, placebo, the, on the placebo, sugar pill. Placebo. Yeah. Now that no, we know what this guy says, until we just fake people out. So they just start lying about an a, a cure for AIDS or something like that? Tell him tell him that it's like, <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's one of a kind. I don't know. I was talking to a girl at work who's super smart and said they cured leukemia. But it's five hundred thousand dollars a treatment because everyone's body's a little bit different. Yeah, so they got to find everyone's body exactly. Not everyone is the same, but not everyone the same who gets leukemia. But leukemia is the same. They figured out how to beat it. But you work with uh, Sam Tripoli. Sam, no, 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 no. Well, my girl's sister had MS, like legitimate, full blown MS, and she was young enough and healthy enough that they cured her. She's one of like forty people ever. But yeah, he did a lot of acid to support these theories, obviously. And he is a, he's a, a a doctor, but I really like the drug talk too, man. He talked it, about doing I just, a lot I don't of know. I, I have a tough time believing that he just like did a bunch of MDMA and then laid out in the sun and now forever can just tan, but couldn't before that. Like we have a friend. Was that, it MDMA or mushrooms? Whatever it was. Maybe it was psilocybin. I can't remember. But like we have a friend that like is deathly, not deathly allergic, but very allergic to the sun. Are you telling me that if he just had like- MDMA. If he just did like the right amount of mushrooms and laid out in the sun, he'd be fine. I have a tough time believing that. I mean, it's the same idea as doing ayahuasca to quit dependency or whatever. No, that's right? I, that's ibogaine. No, not ibogaine. No, yeah, but, but people do ayahuasca to do that too. They go on these massive trips. Fair play. Fair play. To, uh, sure, but I think that's different because it's like it, it's a chemical imbalance in your head, or it's just all in your head. Whereas I'm, what we're talking about is, I don't know. No, I, I think you think a sunburn is all in his head. Is that what you're saying? Do you think he was a quack? I, I so, sorry. One question at a time here. Okay, my question is so more relevant. To, do you think that you can just cure? Like, do you think if you're super fair skin and you burn really easily your whole life, that all of a sudden using your mind, you can just get the perfect tan? Yeah, you change I, your mind I, that things don't act like that anymore. I mean, I don't know. I I I, I don't know what I believe because that that cause seems listen, crazy, and yet things happen that are crazy. Well, so. I guess my follow-up question would be by that logic could you not if you just really put your mind to it become black? Like well, cuz you're talking about that. People can do that. Yeah, okay. No, but we're talking you're, about you're changing, changing the pigment of your skin. You're not changing melatonin levels. You're just, you know, you're convincing yourself that the sun isn't going to affect you as He said much. he changes so, melatonin levels. I sure. mean, okay, yeah. Listen, I don't know again, I don't know this guy. I don't know whether he would lie or not. If you told me that that happened to you, I'd probably believe it. I don't know whether to believe this guy, you know. I don't necessarily say I I believe or disbelieve him. I'm just saying it all sounds very out there to me. And like, it sounds like he pushes this active. I mean, I get like, listen, I liked a lot of the stuff he said about like doctors being kind of, you know, no, he was definitely hippy dippy, but do you think he was a quack? Back to my question. Um, sorry, Kamar quack. Uh, 
I don't. I don't know, man. I, I'm going to reserve judgment on that one. I, I think when? he said some really. No, he said some really interesting stuff, but I just I don't know enough about the guy to like you know. But you'd rather listen to him than Jordan Peterson. Oh, a thousand, a thousand times. Okay, okay, a thousand but, percent. But, but, Would you rather listen to him or Jordan? But Peterson? there was a bunch of. Sh- sorry, first time. Well, that was going to be my question. If it's, who knows? If, if who you knows? never first time, obviously I said Jordan Peterson is my favorite guest ever, so okay, okay. I'm stuck there. But um, there were a couple of times in this where he started boring me, you know, where they went off on their gut biome and the exercise and just you know well, that classic. That uh, made me feel good. Don't get an enema. I hadn't planned Don't on get getting an a colonoscopy enema, yeah. or an enema. Well, to I be think honest. I've always looked forward to when I could do that. <laughs> when there's a place in my life when I could afford to take time off to clean out my butthole. <laughs> But um, I found it interesting that he was saying that it's harder to get off Xanax than it is to, you know, quit smoking or get off heroin. Yeah, I want to put that to the test. <laughs> but you just want to try Xanax. Well, now they told me uh, <laughs> I, I feel a challenge. If you can't kick Xanax, you can't kick anything. Can you pass, um, can you pass it to him? Just back to what you were saying, Matt, with the whole suntanning, because they were talking about. Uh, thank you, Kamar. Um, how there's a learned component to allergies. Do you remember when they were talking about that? And he yeah. he gave the uh, the um, example of the hives. Uh, no, if you're allergic to roses, and they show you, yeah, hives exactly. They show you a fake rose. Your body will react in the same way it would if you saw a real rose. So you you know what I'm saying? You're you can what convince was the other one? yourself no, the warts. that you have. That's what I was warts, talking about. Right? The warts where the, they had like. They got it off someone's arm. He was like covered in warts and they cured it by like... It doesn't seem far-fetched. I actually have a personal story where I was young, I was super allergic to cats. Like a golf ball would form under my eyelid. And then you did mushrooms and it went away? And No, no. I wanted to bang this chick and she had cats. So I figured out how to get over my allergy. Is that a true? With the mind. Is that a true story? Of course it's a true story. This is a Joe Rogan experience experience. Well, there you go. Jokes. Kamar just proved it. So, I mean, it can happen. Prove the rule. But uh, it, it, it's about the intense psychological experience coinciding with the decision being made. You know, I mean, I can't, I obviously can't, I'm not Listen, I think the mind is powerful and it can overcome a lot of stuff. I just there's some, How powerful is it? That's, that's my the question. question. Yeah, yeah no, like, listen, I'm with not you. Not as powerful as AI. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's powerful enough to cure your own shit inside you, but not externally. Like I just, well, look, no, listen, if, it's if like those ag- stories you hear sort of cut you off. It's like those stories you hear about like, you know, a mother watching their, their kid get run over and then having the power to lift a car when normally they couldn't lift. 50 well, I mean, that actually I mean, happens. The adrenaline just, you know, it's both ways though. That, that's trunk. like for the positive. But if you think you have a problem, you have a problem. But wait, just going back to this but, for a second. Uh, hold on, I just want to. But Kamar, that's like it, that. Just seems like such an easy way out. Like, well, if you have cancer, you did it to yourself. Like you. Put no, the I'm not saying that. I'm just saying if you think something's wrong, something's wrong. It, it start. It starts there. But if wait, you think even about disease or what's going on with your life. Like, if you this just sucks, nothing good happens to me. Then nothing's good is going to happen to you. It's it sort of like that's that's how I uh, perceived it as, as being. You just got to be like. Look at the right side of every situation in your own situation. But if you if you think something's bad, it's gonna be worse. Okay, I'm sorry. Why are you sorry? This is we're so, talking. This is so I was looking at me like I'm like full of shit. But no, I was just uh, just looking. Is what I said there? Did it make any sense? No, not okay. to me. Perfect. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's what I thought. So just Making progress. if we can go back. So if you believe Matt that <clears throat> yes. 
if you are given a placebo, mm -hmm. you, your body can convince itself that it's, you know, real medicine and it can cure you. Or do we agree to that? Um, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean, that can happen. We know this for a fact. Yeah. There's clinical proof that that's happened. Okay. So if then that can happen on the inside, why is it so weird it's to think so, that it can happen on the outside? I guess it's not even so weird to think of. I just, I, my, back to I the sunburn. I look at it like this. I don't necessarily, my question is, do you think it's the placebo or do you think it's just naturally your body fixing itself? So whether you were positive or not, do you think that your body maybe just has the fucking power to fight off whatever ailment you were fighting? Do you know what I mean? Like maybe you don't, maybe you're not in your head that positive. Maybe you're like really worried, but you, 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 you know, have like an outwardly positive thing and then it goes away and you say, oh, well, it was positive mental attitude or placebo. Do you, like, do you get what I'm saying? Is I, it I do. But in this case, it's directly because of this placebo. You under, right? Like you think you're being fed a medicine. I understand. But again, it, what I'm saying is you think you're being fed a medicine, but no two people are the same. So you couldn't even there. I don't think you could run a test where you're given the placebo and I'm given nothing and we're both super positive and yours gets cured and I die. Do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, just because it could just be the one thing that my body's missing that yours has. Or there could be other mitigating circumstances. That's my point. I my my big point saying. is it's just the loose Kiwi example. I, I, just I guess up. all I was asking, though, is if we are both in agreement that that's possible that that can happen, which I think we yeah, are. Yeah, then it's not that far fetched. Sure. Like, then it's I mean, not so crazy that this guy who burnt could then somehow convince himself that he doesn't burn anymore. And, and I think that's what this whole doing whatever Ibogaine, mushrooms, all that shit, it's all to convince your body, you know, PTSD, I once was hurt, but now I am fine. And it seems that by going, you know, to psychiatrists and all that shit for years and years, we can't cure that. But one mushroom trip or one uh, yeah, but ayahuasca but trip and it cures these people. Listen, I don't know. I've never done that. So I don't know if that's true or not. But but I would the, always assume that doing something chemically, naturally, especially like that eating mushrooms would have a way better effect than talking to someone for any amount of years. Like I. I'm we're not, just, we're I'm just not talking about ways. No, no, but hear me out. I'm not. But what I'm talking about is I'm not like I'm not against psychiatry. If you go to a psychiatrist, that's fine. I'm just saying that I can understand why you talking to someone for like five years, twice a week, wouldn't have the same effect as like a serious mushroom trip, or as you know what I mean. Like, of course. I, I we I, talk I, for two hours and don't say anything. So, <laughs> who knows how long you could talk? What are you talking about? We alienate all our listeners one no, by I, fucking I one. No, I just think that, you know, like anything else, I think that some people who do these ayahuasca treatments are going to have a good effect and some people won't. Just like, you know, some people have a good effect by going to psychiatrists and some people won't. That's I'm just, such a bad person. I think every single person on the planet should try it. But again, you could then argue that the ayahuasca is just a placebo effect too, because maybe some people go into it with like, well, this is what he this said. This is going to cure may, me. And then maybe. other people go in there like, this is total bullshit. This, like, this is what he said. He absolutely, said it's the, it's the brain reacting to the, the drug you're doing. And I thought about it because I've done DMT before, but all the stories are the same. Like it, it, It's not the drug. It's, it's whatever the drug 
a dozen are up in your our head. Yeah. But that, you can do the same mushrooms in one situation and have one type of trip and do them in a different situation and have a totally different the trip. The set and setting is everything. Is everything. Is everything. And they've said that since the start. Is everything. For yeah, the, we've for all these done trips. mushrooms and we can all agree that anytime you've done mushrooms, it's been totally different every time based on who uh, well, you're with, how you felt, the surroundings. I think if you plan, you can do well. But one, if you get off the path, of what you're trying to do, then it can become yeah. a different thing. I agree totally, Kamar. And if you do it with, with a bunch of people you do not feel comfortable with, you don't really know, you'll hate it. I mean, it's easy. Yeah, I just, I yeah, it's easy to have a bad mushroom trip. I find not up at like say uh, up at the compound. You know what I mean? Like, no, I did it up at my cottage. The last time I had a serious mushroom trip was at my cottage, which is on an island. It's like the perfect place to do them and. Ugh, it was awful. It was awful, yeah. Awful. That's interesting. Awful. And again, I was surrounded by people that I loved, felt comfortable with. Like they were all doing them, and dude, it was just maybe you're terrible. just and everyone was happy. Terrible. Everyone was happy. Um, I don't remember. I I just had such an awful time that that was that. I was like, fuck this. Interesting, yeah. And, and, I, I, and I've never done them since, which is the worst. Would you do them with us? Yeah, yeah, of course. Actually, no, that's a I lie. I did. I don't, Hold on. I don't want well, to do mushrooms. I, I, I should did, have no, asked Simon before I extended that uh, I'll do, offer. Yeah, yeah. I, I did. Actually, now that you bring it up, I did them at the cottage this summer with a friend of ours and my girlfriend. Got back up on the horse? Yeah, and I did like a little bit, and it was fun. A little bit, yeah, it was definitely. Fun. Yeah, yeah. And you will never do them again? Well, I just, I, I mean, again, I would do a little bit, but I don't want to like go we should, on a oh, fucking maddening trip. I, I, no, no, uh, we should, we should microdose and record an episode. I like how uh, this this summer I was going up to my place my my uh, land by myself and doing three or four grams. Yeah, that's serious. And just freaking out by myself. My first year of uh, art Fuck school, that. I uh, thought it would be a good idea to do mushrooms by myself and see what I could paint. And I did like some massive dose and had just the worst experience of my life. You didn't paint any masterpiece. Uh, I painted something, but it was fucking horrible. I remember and doing, that's the last time you did them? No, no, but that was just a really bad... Stands uh, out. You remember yeah, that one I, right I, before you... That, doing mushrooms by yourself, I think that might have been the problem. You know what I mean? Mm, it was, for uh, me, it's 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 cathartic. But dude, one time I, I remember being like grade nine or 10 and I did mushrooms alone and fell asleep. And then I woke Ooh, up like an hour... Dreams. I woke No, I woke up like an hour later, which was crazy because you wake up like just blitzed. So I... You know how you have that 45 minute buffer there? Yeah. I just totally went from like from zero to six. So I woke up and I was in another fucking world. That's dude. awesome. And I remember being so It doesn't hungry. sound good. No. No, it was great. I remember oh, being you so hungry. Yeah, it. I did love it. I remember being so hungry. I grabbed a big jar of peanut butter and just started taking crackers like to the peanut butter thing. And I woke up, my arm was fucking covered in just wow. so high on mushrooms. I couldn't eat when I was on mushrooms, man. Coming down was the hard part for me. And I, do you always eat them or do you sip the tea? Because yeah, I think I that that, that, all that changes too. Yeah, no, I agree. It's a different. It's uh, a different total high. different. Yeah, I'm, not, uh, I'm not a tea guy. I'll I like I like how Joe called anybody who microdoses a pussy though. That they, oh that no, he said he's Joe followed he's it up by, by Joe. Okay. Oh, it was a joke. Take <laughs> so it Joe, easy. take it. He easy. already made the joke, Simon. Who did? Joe, you don't step on Joe's toes. No, I was telling you what a funny joke it was. All right, I'm ending the podcast here. It's been uh, great. No, I think you should rewind the tape. All I was saying was I thought it was funny when Joe said that everybody who microdoses is pussies Fine. because they're too weak to do the whole trip. Mm-hmm. And 
I, I, I think there's some truth in that statement. And, and I feel like I'm the type of pussy now who there you are. to microdose. <laughs> Calling yourself out. Yeah, no, I, I like no, I said, I, I don't want to do the whole trip. Joe thinks it, you're a fucking No, it pussy. goes back to Joe's longshoreman buddy. You can like, if you keep your shit together, which is microdosing, you can be like just high enough all the time to feel yeah. good. And not ruin your life. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I like to be in. in I've done acid and gone into work, and it was amazing. In the last two years. Wow. Did you then tell stand-up comedy? No. (laughs) All right. Do you want to um, talk about the science of swearing? Yeah. Yeah, that that was. I thought that was that was super interesting. I hope you can regurgitate. Sorry, just just to get back on the. so swear words come from a different part of your brain than yeah. other language does. Yeah. yeah. So when you get like, you um, could be in like, you could have like when a you have a stroke problem, yeah, but you can or, still swear. But you can still swear. That's why a lot of stroke victims will, you know, have that Tourette'sy kindness yeah. because that part of their brain still functions. Also, it can you can withstand pain longer. Love. Right. So totally agree with that. Oh yeah. Think about it. Every time that you stub your toe or smash your hand, what do you do? Oh, I curse a You fucking, swear. Oh, it's insane. And yeah. does it make you feel better? Yep. Fuck it yeah, it certainly does. does. <laughs> um, yeah. Does, does, uh, does it bear shit in the woods? Uh, like, I, I was thinking, like, do women swear a lot? Like, when they're giving in through labor? I don't know. You know I, what I mean? Yeah, when they're going through labor, I would, I would imagine. That's interesting. If they don't, women listening, if you're going through labor, you should curse as much as you yeah, can. Yeah, no, I think it works the same for men less, and women. Her a little less. And, uh, and every language has different swears. Well, every language has their own swear words, of course. which was interesting. Coming from the different part of the brain. That's what I, I, that's what I want to be able to explain. What and the, if you have a second language, swearing doesn't have the same resonance. doesn't do the same thing to you. The superpower that it, it provides that's you. That's what he said, yeah. If you learn pain. a second language. So if you swear in Spanish, it doesn't have the same. But that's really interesting, Kamar. I never kind of thought about that. The So, okay, so the language of swearing comes from a different part of your brain. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what we're, we've, I don't know. This. We've given a word to the swear. If that makes sense, we've given like the way we say that's a little a presumptuous. Ch- that's a chair. And this is a couch. This is fuck. And this is shit. Those are the words we've given to those swears in different languages. They give it different words, but it's obviously coming from somewhere. Right. Yes, where? Do, guess, is any yeah. of this making sense? That's the same part that can bit, yeah. uh, heal yeah, the body. Kinda. That's where the swears come from. That, no, I, I I didn't understand that, so I was questioning. Like, why why is since since everybody's mine as an English person and that guy's as a Chinese person or whatever, we our swears are coming from a different part in our brain, but that same part. Even though well, hold on. he's Keep swearing in one on. language on. and I'm swearing in another. You're making it sound like the words come from the same part that other words come from. You're still, they just like mean something. They, I think the brain interprets them in a different They're way. They're coming from somewhere else. I it's remember still, what he said. I didn't I, quite I rem- understand it. I remember what he no, said what, too. But what, what he I'm, was saying was like, okay, if your brain, let's separate your brain and this is so wrong, but yeah. let's just say we <laughs> were. Let's keep in mind, he might have been so wrong We were too. separating your brain into four quadrants. You know what I mean? One of them being language swearing actually comes from one of those other three, which is for something else. Yeah. And it just yeah. also creativity or something. happens creativity. to I think it's for creativity. the swearing. I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> Anyways, not to get too far down a rabbit hole because I got myself I, I lost belie- there. I believe second. what it may have come down to is there's the left side and the right side. One is creativity. One is the problem solving. I believe that's how it works. And it's from the creativity side that swearing comes from. Mm-hmm. Well, swearing and sweating are somehow 
connected, which was weird. Yeah, well, that's super weird because I swear a ton and I don't really sweat a lot. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're dehydrated. <laughs> I probably am. Good point, Kamar. But Thanks, no, thanks. the swearing discussion was amazing, and, and unless he's full of shit, like you keep saying, and well, like, that's an important that's I, an important caveat, isn't I, it? I thought well, we were all coming into this going, this guy's the smartest guy ever. Like, yeah, lead us. Well, no, I and mean, now I'm like, I think this guy's full of shit. I don't. I don't, I don't <laughs> Was he full of shit? I don't know. I don't saying. think he's I'm full not... of shit about this part of it. I was, Do you think he's half full of shit? Not about this. But I can think you be full of shit about some stuff and right totally? Yeah, for sure. Okay. That, that makes you feel better. Listen, I'm right about some things, and I believe in Bigfoot. So obviously, I'm wrong about others. You want to believe? I will in go on record as saying <laughs> I'm wrong about almost everything. So that's good to know. So that's consistent, right? Yeah, yeah. So I it's try weird to keep that it. this guy's a loon about some stuff, no, but spot on when he eat different colored vegetables. I agree, and, and I want him to be right. I want to be right, yeah. but you guys have shook my confidence. Kamar's making this man. a good point. Kamar's making Doctor Andrew here. Wheel. Yeah, I can appreciate up on Joe's swearing test though. That makes sense to me. You know, you swear in front of somebody, and if they act like an idiot about it, you Joe's know, that type of guy. You know, they can't be your friend. Oh yeah, Those Joe likes to cuss really in front of someone to see how they to, react. Yeah, I think that's a good barometer of people. Oh, I don't know, man. That's true. Of, when I meet someone, I like to say "cunt" if, within if, the first couple of if sentences. If words offend you, I don't want to be your friend. Yeah, it might be invading a safe space, but yeah, that, that there's was no that such, was very. There's no such thing as a safe space. Kamar considers this a safe space. I do, but at any moment you guys could turn on me and say, yeah. <laughs> we're trying to get off the island again. <laughs> <laughs> Riding Kamar's carcass to safety? Just hey! It could, it could happen, Kamar. It could happen. Yeah. Watch out. Um, Still working on the iPad there? <laughs> okay, now I don't even know whether we should continue <laughs> quoting anything this guy said because Kamar has me totally shook whether he was fucking... <laughs> Correct in anything you said. Kamar, we're in a paradox here. We this are. is a total paradox. Let's, my confusion is causing his let's confusion. Pretend, like, I don't know what I think. Let's pretend that he was correct and just move on. He says <laughs> that everybody has an innate um, urge to alter their consciousness. So everybody has an innate wanting to get high. Or meditate or whatever it is. Or whatever. Is that why like conservatives yeah. are so fucking angry and uptight? Probably. And they probably go pray. That's exactly. They probably go to church. Well, I don't know if prayer is a good. Um, does prayer alter your consciousness? I think so. Have you ever been to a black church when they're all singing stuff? You're like, ah, that's hallelujah. different though. Hold on, but I, I think that's I music. Have never, I have well, never. All been church there. has music. Some are more powerful. Some more gothic. Some's more soulful. But whatever. hear me out. I'm talking about without the music, you're not so into it. No, that's it's, it's not that's much. the grip of music, not of religion. But it's all happened in the same place. So people, no, because I think music is like the most powerful thing that. Other than medicine, maybe, but I think music is the most powerful thing we've ever uh, created. As I think a, I think these people say, "I get high on the Bible." Yeah, and I think I get pe- high on Jesus. I think those people are full of shit. <laughs> Whatever. That, that that's not it here or there. But yeah, I, I think everyone wants to get high, including that. So people who don't want to get high are actually fighting their own human nature, possibly, or they're just super risk adverse. Like, do you ever know someone who doesn't smoke weed? You you can't hate them, but. Just don't smoke weed. It's just not my type of guy. Well, you know, you're not going to look for them again. And if you don't see them again, you know, you're not missing anything. No, I mean, I, listen, you, you don't, you don't. If you don't have a problem with smoking weed, I don't have a problem with you not smoking weed. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's yeah, for sure. to each their own. I like that he said he would rather. I like the, the scenario he gave out of the four. Who would you rather have driving? 
The junk driver or the stone driver? No, no. He's, so he's, oh, he's, well, they went one, through a lot of drivers. His first one was like, well, he had four. The first one was like someone who's never been high, but as a great driver gets high for their first time and then drives. Or someone who gets high all the time, but never drives. And then the third one was like someone who gets high all the time and drives high all the time or a drunk driver. The only one he left out there, the problematic point is a sober driver, sober driver. Yeah. But I guess if we're comparing highs, then of course, I mean, we've had this argument a million times. I'm going to be way more careful than a drunk person. Uh, well, okay, but to say someone's sober is still a really, like, what if that person's really tired? Or what if they're just a terrible driver, and there I'm a good go. driver, so even at, like, half mass, there I'm still go. way better that's my than point. that chump over there. Yeah, we yeah, all no, agree it, that drunk driving is a terrible It's thing. very subjective. Yeah, no, no, apart from drunk driving, yeah, it's I'm all very ta- that's subjective. That's not what we're talking about. I'm talking about driving high. It's not a, but in again, my opinion, it's not even a thing. But again, that cop who pulls you over, it's, it's not subjective to them, you know? I get it, but... My other thing too is like I I and I will wait and see the numbers in ten years, but I doubt anyone that gets in an accident while they're high, it will be like a a fatal accident or a really bad. You know what I mean? Like I have a feeling that a lot of the accidents will be like little fender benders, like oh I rear-ended someone or you know what I'm saying? Because you're probably not doing one forty high, is that? Yeah, or running red lights, like the Mm -hmm. big. I'm talking about the big ticket ones that kill people. Running red lights fucking swerving around driving fast all risk-taking behavior that's what i'm saying when you're high you don't tend to do that stuff when you're high like i said you might rear end overcautious someone. yeah yeah you might not even rear end someone like i said i want to see the numbers in 10 years i might be full of shit like we might find out you know according to ted nugent Cal- uh, colorado's a fucking haven of highway accidents well he might have changed his tune since he got on the cbd yeah maybe i doubt yeah you'll never hear from him again. maybe those stats juke themselves you'll never hear from him again i'd be surprised yeah the stone driver is the safest driver everyone knows that what did you guys think about the firewalks just to get back well it's like i mean joe joe kind of said it like he was like, maybe the coals that you walked on for 40 feet were just like not as hot as mm-hmm. the ones you walk. I don't, I don't know. I've never done a coal walk. You, have you ever done a fire no, walk? No, fire no, walk, no. Kamar? I Let's feel- stop calling it a fire walk. Because nothing, unless there's fucking active flames coming up, you're not walking on fire, no, I asshole. Mean, that's what it's called. I've never done a fire Semantics. walk, but I've stepped on yeah, a hot what? coal when I was like three in the sand at a beach. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've never forgot it. Dude, have you ever 40 walked? Years. Have you ever walked? So, have so you ever, just give an idea of how much a hot coal hurts. Well, I was just gonna say, have you ever walked on concrete on a forty-five degree Celsius, forty-five degree Celsius day? It's shocking. You're even gonna, even the hot sand, it's ridiculous. It's nuts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was in Thailand this year and I roasted my feet. I think Joe catches some feelings like he's like, if I knew it was possible, I would have walked around the hot coals when everyone brings it up. You know, he's like, yeah, it's not true. And this is why I tell you. Yeah, but, he always brings up that it, coals don't but if he, uh, generate if heat. If he talks to enough people like, no, it's true, he'd like, I got to do this. He loves mind over matter stuff. And that's what this guy's basically saying in, in two words, right? A lot of it is mind over matter. I think yeah. I think that's it, Kamar. Dumb down. I think that's it. Whoa. Mind over matter. If you want to dumb down, you come to Kamar Babar. <laughs> <laughs> Kamar's the Cole's notes of life. <laughs> I'm the dumbest. <laughs> That's not what I meant. Dumber than the rest. That's not what <laughs> Trying I meant. Trying to big himself up. No, man. 
Should we move on or we? No, no. Uh, there's got to be one more thing. I, I think we all I know I'm forgetting the, something. The hit points, but um, no, I, I think that was pretty much it. They talk about. They talk like, about uh, consciousness being separate from the brain, and that I I or was that the other guy, the next guy? Ooh, no, no, it's, it it's definitely it's definitely guy. not the next no, guy. Yeah, not, but yeah. that might have been last week. No, I'm pretty sure that was this guy because I listened to it today. I and I don't know if this guy said this or if I heard this somewhere else, but I don't know why I have it written down, but it's the greatest quote ever. It's Einstein. And he's talking about um, what weapons we'll be using in the... Th I guess he was talking, it was the Third World War. Mm -hmm. This is, you know, whatever. And he says he, do he doesn't know what weapons we'll be using in the Third world, world War, but in the Fourth World War, we'll be using stones and rocks, or stones and sticks. Or sticks and stones like a ghost. <laughs> Sorry, that was rude. Well, but sure, yeah. I think that's the same quote, in the same vein as the last machine we build. The, last, the first AI we build is the last machine we build. Well, because it's going to destroy it. Just, it us. just has that same sort of poignant. Yeah, I don't. Uh, did he say that, though? Did this guy say that? Where? No. Are you sure? Yes. Say what? The Einstein quote? Yeah. Yes. You think you just had an, a random Einstein quote in the middle of your book there? Unless it was Gertzel, but I no, think it was real. I'm just curious, though. Is that what you thought might have happened? That you might Maybe. have just had a random Einstein quote mid-book? <laughs> And so this guy's That's what Simon does He buys a new notebook and he This guy looks like Santa Claus And has a big ponytail oh, I didn't see this guy I didn't see him either well, that, uh, Did he have now, a bump? Now you know His Oh yeah bump, Come He had 25,000 As of today's 27,000 Oh so no So I bump. think most people Thought he was a total kook Actually let's read a comment About his Because we're wrapping him up Right there's nothing Yeah I'm good to wrap him up Read a comment Kamar. But that was really Kind of a tie back Into uh, Gertzel or it could have been Gertzel. That's what I was thinking it, but yeah, I think that's they both related. Matrix moment. No, I don't know about a Matrix moment. I'll, just, never have, I'll never get one. I thought that was great. Did we talk about the Wachowski sisters? We're going to kill each other. The Wachowski sisters. The Matrix? Yeah. How Mark, they used you know to that? be men and Did now they're women? Did we talk about that? Yeah. Do you know who directed the Matrix Core? Come on. I think he's we did talk about this. <laughs> oh, he's reading comments. So I found a comment, okay? okay Here's the first nuts. one. This is like this real is from, Joe Rogan shit here. This is a comment on the Joe Rogan Experience YouTube channel. So it's as Joe is against uh, by a viral killer four days ago. He looks like the kind of scientist who's stationed at the North Pole and tries to warn the government of an incoming ice age, but they ignore him. <laughs> I wish we had a fucking family feud. I wish I had. I wish we had those shock jock buttons. Da -da -da, da -da -da. No, you get the fucking Where we can family electrocute da -da -da. each other. Oh, that, that, that'd, like that'd on The great. Simpsons? That'd be great. So that's what one person thought of this podcast. But I th I think we all liked it, but I think we're all confused on what was full of shit and was this guy cuckoo. I, I personally listened to it and came here thinking this guy's really smart and a lot of advice I should follow. Why are you questioning on, him, though? I guess that's... You said he had a ponytail? Yeah. And gray hair? Yeah, he looks I like Santa Claus and he's balding. Then I don't believe anything <laughs> well, he fucking you said. You can't trust <laughs> anybody with <laughs> a ponytail. That's what I'm saying. I'm done. I'm judge out. a book by its yeah. ponytail. If I had known that, we would have just skipped this one. <laughs> So yeah, he was a he did a lot of acid and drugs and was telling you that that's all in your mind. Great, great. Mind over matter. I actually listen to it and tell us what you thought. Okay, moving on. Twelve oh nine. 
twelve twenty. Wow, it's hilarious to me that you announced the number like but I have no idea. Ten minutes <laughs> earlier, and yeah. then you're so far off. It's twelve fourteen. <laughs> oh, oh, he's not even the ballpark. <laughs> he's, his mind's deep in Joe. In the ballpark. You know what it is? I just consume too much fucking media now, and I can't keep shit. Straight I thought you were gonna all. say weed. Well, that's interesting because no. that comes up with an extra. No, I probably that comes up with less weed now than any time in the last while. <clears throat> okay, what's his name? Uh, Lawrence Lessig. Oh yeah, that's it, Lessig. Oh yeah, we are. We're just going deep on how broken the U.S. system is. I'd like to uh, put a disclaimer forth before we start this podcast. Oh, Kamar's not happy. No, I, I, well, I did. I, first gonna, disclaimer. This I was going to. I was going to make a long hit while you do this. I was going to make a disclaimer for the three of us, but now I'm just going to make it for myself. <laughs> uh, whoa, I was okay. You know no, what? I don't even know if I want to be on board. I feel you're... like he has discussed this before I got here. No, you so know what? He might. I'm be, uncomfortable. He with might the whole be about situation. to say something wildly racist. Feel free, for the three of us. Feel free to jump in on my disclaimer if you wish, but I don't want to speak for you. But this is something very pro-Jewish for sure. No, I'm a I'm a Canadian. And I know so little about American politics mm-hmm. or the way any of that runs. Well, then you're definitely speaking for yourself. So everything I say, take with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Very Mar, what, where would you rank your, uh, what do we give this podcast out of five, Jamie's real quick before we dive into it? Three and a half. <sighs> yeah, I, it's three and a half. Sure. I'll go three, three and, and a half. half. Um, Kamar, where do you rate your uh, and what where about, do you rate your U.S. political knowledge out of five? Uh, I, I'm like as far as how the system works, right beside Simon. But uh, like I'm, a, I, I will talk about based on what this guy said and what I know. It's because I think when they're talking about monies and politics, it basically boils down to uh, like TV commercials. So you know what I mean. Some sort of movement getting politics off TV is one way to get the money out of it, but. It's it's such a woven, corrupt system of lobbyists and all that stuff. It's just I don't know anything. He was just looking for a one through five. <laughs> well, I uh, yeah I know yeah. yeah. Simple one How much five. do you know about yeah. politics? Jesus, Christ, yeah. He's saying three. Yeah. Matt. He gives me a fucking diatribe. Yeah, like what is going on? That was the most political question. I was like, what I think you asked. Yeah. Me. What I really Matt, how much do you know about politics? You want on US this disclaimer? Or not? I mean, I would I would maybe say three and a half i lived there for a year um you know i spend time did you vote no you can't vote i know yeah um but i i i have a fair knowledge of how their system works understanding i have an understanding i will say this right off the bat um i was thinking about this a lot this week after listening to this podcast i think like the idea on paper of the u.s is like one of the greatest ever how it started, yeah? Yeah, no, just the simple... I think the only problem is that it was such a small group of people that wrote it up, and I think they were surrounded by people that didn't agree with them one fucking iota, and I think the second all of them died, it was literally just 200 years of trying to get back to a system that better matched the insanity of, you know, the population. I don't know. Like, and it's now just, it's ruined. Well, again, I, it like, you know, you look at everything they've done, and over you know i don't know how however long and it just they've gotten so far from like even when you listen to conservatives talk about the forefathers it's like i don't think you stand for what they stand for at least as far as if you're standing on the outside looking in i don't know how it used to work but it is fucking scary corrupt now yeah it's the whole system is corrupt and the people in it are trying to juke a corrupt system like the 
he made it sound really scary. Because well, he's on a Democrat there. right now. I, oh, I wonder he'd be oh, on if he if comes. he wasn't. Well, no. Hey, the only problem was him. He wasn't like a Kyle Kalinske. He was just so drab. Like just as far as you like people you don't like listening to. Oh, I, listen. I didn't think he was like a super interesting dude. I'm just saying, of the little I understood about all of this, it just seemed like it just seemed like the system was totally. With nothing to do with Trump, though. If if Trump didn't exist, it'd still be fucked. Yeah, nothing to do with Trump. It has nothing to do with Trump. It's exactly. like how he was saying that, like, there's young, there's young Congress people that want to change the system, and there's old Congress people that are so entrenched in the system they don't even know something's wrong with it. You know what I mean? It's just and yeah. and even a guy like Donald Trump, who who you know he ran on the platform of uh, okay, drain the swamp. Know, he was never going to fucking drain the swamp. Drain the swamp, whatever his stupid tagline good, was. Good no, tagline. he was never going to, and that's exactly the point. You you right? agree with that, Kamar? He was never gonna. He never had Maybe any. He said intention. he wanted to, and found out you couldn't when they show him that Zapruder film or whatever. I don't know. I'm uh, okay. Let me. Whoa, I'm asking what? you. I'm asking your opinion. Do you think Donald Trump had the intention when he said it? Of, oh yes, yes, I do. Of draining the swamp, you do. Uh, you think he was gonna? I, you, you know you what can't that say means? Yes, and then throw right? your shoulders up like I like. Really. I like thinking that a guy said that and thought he could do it, and then he found it. There's. It's just a swamp that can't be drained. Like, I don't know. But don't hold know. on, come on. If Back Hillary up. Clinton said it, it would sound good too. Back up. If he says, I'm going to drain the swamp, and then he puts all the shitty people in first week that he did, how can you agree with the statement that he made? Because he's fired all those people since but, then? But forget. Well, oh, my God. For, all right. Just pretend That's it's, how I made it. pretend it's not Trump. <laughs> That's how I made it. You know what, what I did. mean? It's anybody who says they're going to do it. Gerrymandering, they everything just, is all they a mess. They can't do it. It's Unless you're actually going to break it all down to nothing... I, yep. It's unfixable. Yep. I think yep. the problem, the real problem they it's have, it was a depressing view of how. Like, it is. what the real, is it? the problem they have is there's too many people. There's just way too many people to govern properly to get it all done right and to not corrupt it. There's 400 million of them almost. It's very. I mean, we have 36 million and we don't do it much better. Yeah, it's silly when we go there in the paper boxes and all that stuff. The whole thing being so manual. AI will fix it all. It should. Listen, <laughs> everything should be a referendum. Like in California, as far as I know, they often have referendums. Like, you know, where you often hear them like, oh, vote on Bill C-71. They just drop like 15 bills and they let the people of California decide. If you're that regist- sounds cool. If, that sounds fucking amazing to me. The idea that every like, okay, every month will drop 15. 50 things and you better read up on them and if you haven't read up on it you probably shouldn't vote on it yeah that's what i've always wanted i think that's a good system but if you think it affects you and you have an opinion you get to vote on it as opposed to this i'm going to elect some fucking yahoo who i believe (laughs) is going to represent my values why don't i just get to represent my values directly why don't i just get to say i'm in so much of an agreement with you (laughs) yeah no i know you are i just it's crazy like it is crazy that this guy's gonna shake your hand at your door and say i want your vote i'm gonna make change for you and someone's gonna give him a whole bunch more money and he's gonna care about you more you know what was a super cool idea was the voucher the vote, the, the five hundred dollar vote. Yeah. So everybody, or I don't know if it was five hundred bucks, but everybody whatever. gets a hundred dollars, and you can give it to whatever party that you, you know, whatever candidate you want to give it to. And they take it out of the taxes or whatever. That's where they draw the money from. That's the well, problem. That's Simon, where that's the big, that's, that's where the big all problem. the money would come from to run all these uh, campaigns and all of that shit. Yeah, but you're missing. So the you point. don't you, have the companies giving all the money to the. Sorry, Matt. The, well, yeah. no. The issue is that then everyone has to opt out of fifty free dollars. 
So if you're a poor person, you're going to then say, oh, I don't want my 50. It has to go. That was the idea is that you get a $50 rebate every year from the federal government. Sorry. The way I, I understood it was, so you're allowed to, uh, the campaigns are allowed to take a maximum of whatever it is amount of money, right? So instead of that money coming from three giant corporations, it would come a little piece from the entire populace. It would still be the same amount of money going to these campaigns, except instead of it coming from people who could then wield that power, it's coming from everybody. And then there's no favoritism. It's still a terrible idea because the referendum idea works way better just because, again, your your exact um, like motives, the way you feel about everything is exactly represented. Like if I say to you, Simon, I'm going to represent us in parliament, I could then go vote on something and, and you could be like, whoa, 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 I didn't, I don't agree with that. And, and I could be like, well, yeah, but you voted you, oh, no, for no, no, well, Sorry, we're talking about two totally different things. I'm talking about the voucher that you would give money towards the campaign. I and, understand. and I realize why that's a horrible idea now that I got to think about it. It's like a shitty Bitcoin. All these vouchers are going to be a new thing that these people trade in and steal government vouchers and stuff. Like well, I was just going to say, listen. It's too corruptible. No, but Simon. So I disagree with Simon Kamar's right, and I'll tell you why. The second, the way government works right now is if they were going to implement that, before they implemented it, both sides would figure out a way to fucking juke the system in a way that benefits them. And then once they got all that writing in place, they would then pass the bill and they would go forward and say, oh, you know, we have this cleaned bill up elections or yeah, whatever. financing report form. I mean, I will say it sounds like that thing Nancy Pelosi wants to do is pretty fucking crazy. The way it is what now do? is horrible. He, hear what he, was, he was talking about the whole time HR1 or whatever, which is she put forth a bill to, to totally clean up. Um, election reform. Well, that's good. She's good. That's good. Pelosi's good for the people. But wait, though. are we not in agreement that the idea of a corporation being a person who can donate to yeah, a campaign it's, it's is crazy? It's crazy. So this is the uh, a way. It's an idea of a way to clean that up. You don't have to clean it up, though. That's the problem right there. You just amend it. You say tomorrow, Congress goes tomorrow and says, guess what? Corporations are no longer people. You don't have a vote and you can't donate to anyone. Go fuck yourselves. Mm -hmm. You do business within our rules. We have, a, we have a system of checks and balances in place, or we're supposed to have a system of checks and balances in place to keep the environment in fucking check and to keep us all in check from ruining all of this this supposed utopia that they've built and, and all they've done is get rid of the checks and balances along the, the way. What this guy was saying was even if the, the money is going to come from somewhere, like the, these, these uh, people are going to need the money to run their campaigns or to run these machines. Let's not be silly and say that they're not going to need that money. Let's just see if we can make that money come from, a more diplomatic place. I just still think it's bullshit. They just need to take the money out of it. It, it was ju it was just an idea. No, but I he was also it was interesting. Yeah, but he was also talking about how he then before or after that was talking about how most politicians spent like three quarters of their time just trying to get reelected. Did he not? Was yeah, that which is contention? silly too, right? But that's so the vouchers don't eliminate that at all. They yeah. just they then no, spend the same amount of time again, trying to get your it's vouchers. Just, it's just a one a terrible way, idea. No, yeah. it's one way to take big business out of this. Like I said, you take big business out by amending it. You just say corporations could be well, and that's also what this guy was saying was all it'll take is one bill. One bill will solve all of this. Yeah, but the if only we problem, have to go about it backwards, 
then this is a way to do that. But the problem is if there's 300 people voting on that bill and 250 of them are taking money from people and don't want that bill going through, then it's over. Do you know what I mean? Like they don't make enough money in a year to want that job. Most of these people are millionaires. They're going to take a fucking huge pay cut to be in whatever position. This is going to be the worst year ever, I just realized. Why? Because it's going to be Trump's campaign year, man, and uh, it's just going to be it's just going to be Trump everywhere, and people so it's are going to be the it. best year ever. I don't know. I don't enjoy any of it anymore. No, so. just to watch that whole kind of the last one that was great. That was great television. It's well, gonna the, be what's going to be beautiful? Is, it, no, 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 Kamar. What's going to be great is all the people that are going to run. Kanye. Hopefully, hopefully, but we'll see. But there's uh, a push for there's a push for Joe. I only want The Rock. There's a huge obviously. internet push for Joe to run. Oprah. The Rock. No, it's going to be a bad yeah, year Dwayne, next year for Dwayne Trump. Johnson. Had you Trump, already said that? Trump he haters. Said it three times. Trump three is times. going to have so much so to So The hate. Rock? Yeah, The Rock. Yeah. The Rock, for sure. Mr. Mr. Rock. Come on. You th- do you actually think that's the answer is to find somebody on the other side who's as famous to run against him? I, I like. Is that what we're doing or... We is that what they're doing now? No, the answer is to get AI up up in this bitch. <laughs> so a, it a robot president? Yeah, of course. Robot news, robot president. The only question is do you think enough people that voted for Trump last time are fed up with his shit to not vote for him again? That's the only question. Do we need a leader at all? Like are our leaders sort of silly? Can we agree on that? The whole voting representation thing is sort of silly? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. It's it's just kind of. Of course, someone's got to make these decisions, but they make the wrong decisions or they don't know what they're doing. And we need them. We well, need. It this. would make sense, like anything else. You have a team behind you. You know. I think. I think all ideas, policy, whatever. Well, I sort of regret this, but it should come from like university think tanks. <laughs> Goes through with it anyway. That's never good. <laughs> come from university think tanks that. <laughs> Give up no. proposals, and then they're given to the public to ref- have referendums what's, on. What's that going they can on? Vote on their phone that's secured by the blockchain. What's going on at the universities right now? Well, that's uh, yeah, that's the, lots uh, of science, lots of people yeah. saving the environment because <clears throat> it's uh, global warming and stuff like that. So, I mean, there's just lots of good ideas, I guess. It's, it's oh, and then the whole high votes on them. And this is what I want to say. I was once watching this BBC show, and they took a jar of uh, jelly beans. And they went to an office of 150 people and asked everyone how many jelly beans were in the jar. And everyone answered. And the, the answers ranged from like five jelly beans to 15,000 or whatever. But after pulling all the guesses together, they're off by five. And the comment was that the, the hive mind gets it right, has good intuition. So that's where that might everyone voting on everything will come. The, what the right moron that, that thought there was five sucks. jelly beans no, in no, a jar on. full of jelly beans? That I think I told that story bad. That experiment fucking sucks. No, I get your point, though. It's interesting. It's interesting. I get the point, but it, uh, the experiment's terrible. Did they mention that in this podcast? No. Because no. that's really interesting. I must have missed that. <laughs> no, I've been asleep. sitting on that for like four years. That's great, man. <laughs> that was like that Einstein. Sitting point. on it for four years waiting to get it wrong. My jelly bean story. No, no, that's the story. Okay. No, it's a... It's and, it, a and, and it's how I have a perspective on hive mind thinking. Like, But it doesn't demonstrate that to me. That everyone was close to finding No, out. it demonstrates averages. That's exactly what yeah. I was going to say. That's all it demonstrates. Yeah. Which is kind of hive miney. 
Because if you have enough, Matt, just hear me out. I know what you're going to say. If you have enough, just hear me out. (laughs) No, exactly. If you you have, if you have enough people, you know, you're, you're going to get that law of averages. That's it. That's all. Yeah. 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 Look at that. Yeah. Go back to your fucking iPad there. (laughs) (laughs) You heard the pages pages turn. (laughs) That's all anyone's heard this episode. (laughs) That, that is an app. You can get that, yeah. so it sounds page like pages Turner. wrestling. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's uh, like the keyboard. Where if, you, you, if you're gonna have a Democrat it. on Joe Rogan, he's gonna tell you that it's the world. Um, it's amazing that they kept Bernie out. That is just that's crazy. Why is that crazy to you? Well, just that they—that's how how much they can juke the system. They are better than Trump, though. Everything is changeable. Everything yeah. is—you uh, know—they can write or they can turn any ship. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, you knew they didn't want Bernie in. Look, I'm pretending I'm shocked. It's just uh, who's the libertarian? Ron fail, Paul. It never fails to amaze. They kept me. Ron Paul out for fucking ever. Yeah. Well, I think that in this podcast they made enough point about it that Joe might not talk about it anymore. What you Interesting. He may reference it, but not like he went in deep. Like they fucked him here. What about this? What about this? And anyways, I don't want to get into that because I'll sound like a fucking lunatic. But. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize I was like opening up a door for. Yeah. What would he come to leap through? No, man. The, the, the Democrats are the best. Why thing is that? That's, that's not a conspiracy theory, though. I don't think so. I think that's just common knowledge. They spoke point. about this conspiracy theories when they that thing this podcast open up for me when they got into of course talking about just how much fucked up shit's going on with social media you know in relation to elections and just not being governed properly did you guys watch american meme no what is that i I was it's a documentary about like a couple like a specific five paris hilton paris hilton fat jew uh kirill the slut whisperer uh, that chick, Brittany Furlong, and I think one other. And it just documents. <laughs> things didn't end up good for Brittany Furlong at the end of that <laughs> documentary. I'm happy for her, but it did, wasn't She a seemed good happy, look. but I was like, man, she is taking some serious pipe, and she, yeah. <laughs> What's going on? They ended up with did not, Tommy not Lee. Not a good look. Jeez, maybe Sorry, it's not Simon, so needless to say, this chick ends up with Tommy Lee at the end. Mm. All social. It's a tragedy. Well, hers did just five stories. Boom, boom, boom. Paris Hilton is a fucking uh, Paris Hilton made almost a billion dollars. She's just killing, she's just killing it. Like Paris Hilton, and I remember seeing her like this slut fucked up her life, but no. Oh yeah, she really she's, had a problem. She's killing it. Oh yeah, she's killing it, man. Well, I, I forgot the, Kim the Kardashian Hilton was her. The Hilton family fortune just wasn't going to be enough for her. No, she, but she's, she's probably made more. Up. She's probably made more than them now. She couldn't have fucked it up. Fair enough. That's the just, point. The, those she exist. could not have fucked it up. That's like Durst money. Yeah, fair enough. Well, there you go. Uh, so, I don't know. I think the Durst had. What do you think about that? No, it's still a lot of money. Hilton's have a lot. The I fat Jewish in that. I fat Jewish. You mean the one fat, fat Jew, Jew? The fat Jew. The fat Jew. All of this sounds so anti-Semitic. That's what he calls himself. The I fat know Jewish. the fat Jew. No, <laughs> I know. I know he does. What did I think about him? Well, he the, the, he got it. He got in trouble because he was stealing posts and stuff, and not giving people credit for it. Stealing comments, yeah, and yeah. stuff. So was what I found was what I found was interesting and kind of gross was how he, in American meme, he was saying he's like, yeah, it's like older people get mad because they think they they think you're like stealing, but young people, it's like we have a different opinion about what this is. And I was like, yeah, 
you all don't realize that it's fucking stealing because you guys just grew up with this bullshit because you've been stealing music and movies since you were fucking Because it's always six. been like that to you. Yeah. Why? How old do you think he is? 30s, maybe. He's probably, yeah, he's, I don't know. We could find out. He's probably, I thought he was like my age. You think the fat Jew's like 40? I thought so. I don't my know. My point being, all those people will like have something like stolen from them and then they'll turn around and say, yeah, that's stealing. Like, I made this. But I mean, he's on. He's made like the, he's selling great wine. Most of them have taken their social media shit and turned into lots of money. Yeah. <laughs> One of them ended up with Tommy Lee. <laughs> and that's a quick, Spoiler quick alert. synopsis. Spoiler, yeah. Anyway, back to what's his face. Back to Lessig. I don't know how I got on that. Um, oh, social media, that's why. Right. Well, they were talking about Facebook and the AI, and the Facebook came up with the Jew hater. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, my like, God. I couldn't believe is, that. Is yeah, that crazy? That is nuts. The, you could advertise to people that hated Jews? That was It fuck. just brought enough comments together, that, it, and it didn't think there was anything wrong with that. It was like, well, it's in the numbers, so <laughs> we'll put it up. That's pretty crazy, isn't it? It's absolutely shocking. It's shocking. I, I did not know there's enough people doing that, that that would happen. But um, all those people should. Uh, I fuck do. Off. I do like his view on Facebook, though. That it's um, designed to exploit insecurity for the purpose, for the purpose of selling of, yeah. ads. That's exactly what it is. But isn't that what advertising is? Exploiting insecurity. Yeah, yeah but this is just uh, so submersive. And it, but what's more interesting is the way that it's fucked up that Facebook was allowed to buy Instagram. Oh, that was that's, the best. That's, that's what we should no talk monopoly. about. That's what we should talk about for the longest time. Is that what time. you're saying? Because they were talking about it, and I was like, no, man. He started it, and he made it sound like Instagram was like, Facebook tried to buy Instagram, and they did. And no, like, he said it. Facebook, what's crazy is, you know what, what they spent on WhatsApp? Holy fuck. Oh, you, you got to take chances? A billion whatever? dollars or what? 19 billion, I think. 19 billion dollars is what Facebook spent on WhatsApp. To so protect the point, their space. The point is, yeah, they have so much money that they can just come along. How could that company not take that money? Even if they wanted to stay in the game, someone offers you $19 billion. Right. So are they're arguing about monopolies, though? Is well, no, that... his argument was that we're, he's they're stunting progression. Oh, I see. His well, argument no, there's is There's some that, competition laws he was talking about, too. Well, yeah, no, he was saying the antitrust, there is no antitrust anymore because the antitrust used to step in and say, Facebook, you cannot buy WhatsApp. Or Facebook, you can't buy Instagram. You're taking over too much shit. But they do step in to stop companies from buying other companies. So why aren't they stopping Facebook? No, he just said, he's he said in this episode, he was like, they haven't done shit for about five years. So the antitrust hasn't done anything for... Well, look it up, Sai. I don't know. I mean, you seem like you have one on the tip of your tongue, but I know you're no, not. No, I, I, I'm not <laughs> smart enough to have one on the tip but of the, my tongue. But they only paid like a billion for Instagram. But I can yeah, remember... they paid a billion for Instagram, but that was after a year. They had They had started Instagram 18 months before that. One billion dollars. Do you want to hear about interesting numbers just in the middle of this? Uh, Time Magazine just sold. Mm -hmm. And guess how much Time Magazine sold for? A hundred million. 190 million. Yeah. But is that, like, think about how iconic Time Magazine is. That's a lot of name brand. uh, Do you know what Google bought YouTube for? Google bought YouTube for 10 billion. One billion. One billion still. What a great deal. Yeah, okay, oh, these companies stupid. go for that. But they did that. Keep in mind, that was in 2006, I think. Time Magazine has been around for how many years? And it's only worth $190 million. Yeah, just goes to show. Well, it's a magazine. Yeah. yeah. Print I'm sure it's worth more than that Dude, 20 years ago. When they sold it for 190 well, sure. they were like, oh, fuck, we did so good. Well, no, it got sold with uh, the whole company for $2.8 Time Warner. Yeah. 
But that was the point they made too, was that was like what Rupert Murdoch did back in the day. Instead of having competition, he just bought it all up. So yeah, we are victims or fighting social media. It's on, but they're, they're deep into us now. Yes and no. There's a big, there's a super big push, even within Facebook and Google. Like there's a big push to get people off social media. It's counterintuitive though. How can they do that? It's like fixing uh, politics. <laughs> no, I think it's good that there's people within those companies that think they're abused or that people are using them too much. I think that's a good thing. And they're going to work from the inside to... Uh, did you guys see... Sorry, did you guys see the the guy from Google at C-SPAN this week? I posted like five videos of it. So the CEO of Google was in front of the in front of Congress or in front of whatever for like five straight days. And they thought that he made an iPhone? Oh, well, some of them asked the stupidest questions yeah, yeah, ever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But what I thought was hilarious was the first day there was a guy dressed up as the Monopoly man. Yeah, sitting, oh, I, I did sitting see directly that. behind so it with funny. like a top hat, a monocle, a big bag with with a dollar symbol on it, and like American 20s coming Shut out. Shut up, that And he guy. just kept putting the monocle up and like every time he knew the camera was on him, he would like juke to the left of the guy and like yeah. put the monocle up and be like, hmm. I thought uh, yeah. I was laughing my ass off. Yeah. Good on him. That, that, was, the day that was yeah. That was that. that was that was the coolest guy of the week. Just to have the time and the wherewithal, isn't well, he, Mister Moneybags? There was that part of me that was like, "Do I want?" I was like, "Is this guy part of the press, or is he just some <laughs> dude that was like, I have the day off, and I know that Google's down." You know what? I got my Mister Monopoly outfit in the car. We'll email and link it to that on our email list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, we'll start an Instagram this week. I'll post it on there. There you go. That was that was hilarious of the, of these happenings and it's crazy times. I just the guy was horrible. You know what I mean? Like lecherous. Who lessig? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was I, just he was just boring. You gave it three and a half, and then you said this guy was terrible. I don't think we did this. There was a matrix was moment terrible. for me personally, anyways, because uh, I think on a previous episode I said that everything I learned from politics I learned from House of Cards, mm-hmm. and he said that that's uh, it's all wrong. Yeah. Yeah, he did say that, but that that is not how it is. So reaching oh, right that, out, that's a quite talking really? to me. <laughs> oh my! Obviously, that's a movie. It's a television show. Oh, so are we done with him, Lessig? Well, if we're done with him, we're done with the show. Yeah, I knew we'd run a scene with him because it's so political. And if you don't well, know, Canadian too. If so. anyone doesn't know, there are some issues with uh, campaign financing in America. Yeah. But well, none of us not, are really that's not the only issue. But we're Canadian, so we, and we love you, fucking Americans. I thought it was I love interesting. You fucking Americans. No, we need wow. them to legalize. I love Americans, but until your country legalizes pot, you guys are fucking it up. The the guy from New York just said he's going to legalize it. Really? Yep. There you go. Federal, federally. Well, that's a just weird well, thing which I can't even understand. Game, it's just a man. weird thing that See, I don't understand. Federally, it needs to be. But legalized. we federally did it, didn't we? Yes, we so did. That, so that's the weird yes. thing. And if they do it in Mexico, ba-boom. They just got to do everything. The weird thing about us doing it federally is that at the end of the 90s, when George Bush was president, we were talking about doing it then seriously. And George Bush said pretty much they'd close the borders if we legalized it. So we were like, all right, we won't. And then like three years later, two of the states there just decided to legalize it. And then that's when the push came here again. We were like, Wait a minute. What if that argument won it on the floor of Parliament? That was <laughs> the just one. Change your mind. Yeah, you there? Just no, mean. it went down like this. Yeah. T- two of them did it. Yeah, we gotta do it. Yeah. What are you guys fucking nuts? Yeah. Motion carry. Yeah. I mean, Ca- on the wall. California assholes. was one thing, but Colorado. Yeah, yeah. this That's is crazy. The iconic speech in history that changed. Yeah, the me mind. with a hoodie on in front of yeah. 
Mr. Speaker, Mr. Speaker. <laughs> exactly. There's a bunch of people. Rabble, rabble, rabble. Because when you say it, it sounds so easy. But yeah, politics is boring. And confusing. And confusing, complicated. And- but that's why they made it that way, so that they could fucking do what they've done to the system. If you make it complicated, then people like us, everyday Joes, are like, well, I don't understand. I guess they're, they're doing what they're supposed to. I think in the episode, they had a weird, like, but you seem optimistic to me. <laughs> Yeah, he, I, think he he was, I think he kept trying to tell Joe, like, I'm not optimistic. This is a big problem. And Joe was like, you really seem optimistic. And he was like, yeah, okay. I don't think you understand what I'm saying. We're doomed. I know. Did he need to, like, talk about jumping off the ledge for Joe to understand? That's what I, yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, the I don't guy's th- like, the Armageddon's around the corner. And Joe's like, but you seem really positive yeah. about it. Like, it might not be that hot. No, I mean, th- I, the message I got from this guy for real was in order to fix this, you have to not do anything the same way we're doing it. Yeah, start from scratch. Yeah. Just like humankind. But if you ask me, I'm going to make a prediction here. Uh, the next couple of years are going to be weird. Well, okay. Timestamp Timestamp that. It's, get, and if, it's getting weird. If, if anything other than weird shit happens, I'm a liar. All right. <laughs> you so you think then? that politics are going to get weird or just the world is going to oh, get weird? It's going to get weird. Why things it's gonna get weird? All right, so that's been stamped, dated, timed. You just think the next couple of years are gonna be weird, though. Put your name on it. What? <laughs> what about after? That's a disclaimer I can get behind. Yep. Hey, there you go. We okay. got it. We got a third. We got a second. <laughs> it's a movement. The next couple of years are gonna be weird. Leave it at that. So we're done. You guys want to be done with this? I think we can call that an episode. Alrighty. Kamar, are you playing anywhere this week that we should know of? No, I'll be playing the last uh, week of. December at Yuck Yucks on Elgin, then the first week I'll be in Kingston, and the next week I'll be in Toronto. I'll talk about those dates next time. This are, oh, this are going to be our, our last show before Christmas Eve, so I hope everyone's oh, getting yeah. their Merry Christmas, their shopping Happy Holidays. Happening. Yeah. Uh, if you guys want to get a no, that's happened already. Post Hanukkah, I said it. How we should mention how insensitive. It's fucking holiday, man. Happy we, all holidays. We should mention too, if anyone important. actually subscribes and listens to every episode, that next week, given that the episodes usually go up Tuesday, Tuesday's Christmas, and iTunes has warned us that these episodes might go up as late as January second. So there might be a backlog. You might just get two episodes at once, depending on when iTunes gets to posting these. So we apologize. If, if iTunes gives us a holiday hitch, though, you can check us out on Spotify, the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. And we're going to do a wrap-up next uh, week. Is that correct? I no, think the before week the after. new year, before the new year, we're going to do a Joe Rogan Experience yearly wrap-up. Yeah, we might pick like our favorite five episodes and discuss them. So we might say Elon Musk, obviously not Jordan Peterson, uh, Duncan Trussell, you know what I mean? Like pick pick your five favorites and then come come prepped with because we only I started. Don't, I don't think Duncan Trussell has been on this year. Has he it? was for sure. Was he? he was wearing the Pope hat. Um, <laughs> seeing as we only started this in November, it makes perfect sense to do this as well because there's a lot of episodes we haven't spoken yep, about. No, nope, that works. I was just trying to give a. It has been a long time, episodes. but it's a wild time. Yep. And thank you so much to the listeners. This week listening. is uh, Bill Burr. Bill Burr. God sad. There's I some think. big names coming up. Yeah. So um, Bill Burr is exciting. Yeah, that that should be funny. Yeah, Bill Burr is. What is he promoting? A new season of uh, F, is F, for F is for Family. family. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There you go. So. Uh, Contact us by email yeah. at J R E E at 
no jre oh my God. podcast at gmail.com bing uh, like and subscribe email us or email me with your dick pics and do whatever don't, you want for the other guys yeah yeah we're gonna start an Instagram leave us comments if you wanna see something on the show well, you'll have to figure thank out you so much everyone's listening you, you don't that. understand how cool it is that you're listening keep listening yeah we're happy that there's people listening thank you so there. much thank, thank you so, so much Americans Australians that was terrible Brazil yeah thank you so much no, thank you all so much have a uh have a wonderful week, guys. See you next week, Jesse. Goodbye.